What's up? This is Edgar, otra vez. And we have another episode of the Flow Roll Podcast. On uh, today's episode, we have a good friend of mine who's the son of restaurant owners and has been in the restaurant business for most of his life. His name is Andy, and we go through our list of scary foods. I hope you guys like it. Uh, we had a good time. We also had ran into a few problems. So if you hear this, it's because, you know, the internet cut off. I, like I've said before, you know, the, my kids got, are downstairs. I'm in the office upstairs. The kids are downstairs popping popcorn. And every time they do that, it screws with the internet. So just understand when you hear the scratch, it's because, you know, someone's eating. Anyway, if you want to support the podcast so that, you know, things like popcorn don't disturb the podcast, head on over to shop.thefloropodcast.com. Again, that's shop.thefloropodcast.com. Now on with the show. So welcome to another episode of the Flow Road Podcast. This is Edgar Otraves with my good friend Andy. Um, today, well, so Andy, uh, you know, is a bit of a, a foodie and has been around food quite a bit um, with his family being in, in the restaurant business and stuff. So uh, we've had a lot of conversations about food. And I consider him a little bit of an expert, especially with some of the things that he's uh, experienced. Um, but I, uh, so I invited him today on this pack on this podcast as part of the Halloween set of episodes that I'm doing for the Flow Roll. Uh, Andy and I are going to be talking about the uh, scariest slash grossest things we've eaten, uh, and uh, then we'll take it from there. So, Andy. Um, let's get some right. of the, let's get some of the stuff out of the way. Like the standard shit, the standard, scary stuff, the standard, scary stuff. I'm Mexican. You're Taiwanese. We have culturally things that we eat that we take for granted, but other people probably think is weird or gross or scary. So why don't, why don't you, yeah. why don't we, why don't we go with tit for tat? Uh, you do uh, one, I do one. Well, I guess we'll open with the one everyone probably knows about with asian food and we're stuck with that chicken feet ah chicken feet mm -hmm. i mm -hmm. like i like me some chicken feet i'm not a fan of it i think the skin's kind of gross uh i'll eat it if it's fried but at that point it's kind of pointless you're just kind of chewing on fried chicken feet but uh but, I don't know. Aside from that, it's nothing really weird about it i just don't eat it because i don't like the skin well you see you see that's just it. bones for you it's not weird for me, oh, yeah. when, when I first saw it, because again, like my wife is, is Asian, right? So we'll mm -hmm. have dim sum here and there. And when I saw that, I'm like, what the fuck is that? And, and she's Was like, it boiled? It's, it's the, the dim sum. the boiled shit's the grossest. Yeah. yeah it's probably boiled or it steamed. Was, it was probably, I think, yeah, it was probably boiled or steamed and it was, cause it was mushy. And, and the skin uh, is, it's got a very unique te texture. It's got a unique smell and flavor. I don't know if that comes from the feet itself or some or the stuff that they're putting in, but I I it's everything. I, <laughs> I like I like chicken feet. It's really tasty. Uh, the only thing is is that it's got a strong flavor, and I can only eat maybe two or three at a time, max. Like I can't do too many. 
You know what? Strangely enough, so I don't like it that much. It's the flavor is okay. It's it's purely, in my opinion, uh, it's kind of a waste of time for me to eat it. I don't think I don't feel like I'm getting much out of it. Mm. I'm just kind of chewing on bones essentially at that point. So it's like ah, there's I'm not some, a dog. I, I I'm I'm a fan of the tendon that's in it. See, a lot of people like that. Now, like now, with that being said, though, I've tricked quite a few of my friends into eating it because they haven't known that's what it was. <laughs> Particularly my 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 ex roommate, who he's not one to get grossed out by it. Even if I would have told him what it was, he would have eaten it anyway. Yeah, I actually thought he knew what it was when I presented it to him because you can kind of see it. But uh, this one had this one had a lot of sauce on it, so he ate it and he kind of like, obviously he kind of ate it all, and afterwards he's like, "Yo, what was that? That was really good, man." I'm like, oh, yeah. "What do you mean? That was that's chicken feet, dude." It's like, "Oh, what the fuck? Oh, interesting. I thought that was a little weird, but yeah, cool. It's pretty tasty." And so he had no problem with it. No, he actually said, "I kind of like the tendon." I'm assuming the part that was a little chewy were the tendons. I kind of like that. He's 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 a foodie too, so he's not one to kind of be shy of eating weird stuff. I guess yeah. if anything, he'd probably eat more weird shit than I would. You see, and I like how you put the air quotes on that. You know, like for for people who are listening, you put the air quotes weird shit. Like like chicken feet, not a big deal. You know, like really, it's not. But I mean, I know people it's, are probably grossed out by the idea it's the equivalent of in my opinion chicken feet is the equivalent of uh of having the wing part of a whole wing you know mm. like the, the, the outside part on the on the flat uh-huh it's essentially the same as chewing that it tastes kind of the same too if it's fried i could see i could see that but like the way i've, I've always had it has always been kind of either again either boiled or probably steamed yeah uh, yeah but I, I i dig it mostly because it's the the version that i've gotten is spicy okay see i'll be completely honest a steamed or uh, boiled version of that it does kind of gross me out but only like texturally mm. like i don't i don't like the texture of the skin because of the little hole the little holes where the feathers were in you can kind of see it and you can taste it and not taste it but feel it <laughs> you're like ah, oh, that's kind of weird it's bumpy and shit i don't like that yeah yeah i could see but you'll that. find i say that a lot about a lot of, a lot of foods that i don't like i don't like it because of its texture yeah not because of where it came from that kind of grosses you out yeah yeah a lot of things i can look past but it's like a texture thing now yeah i can't get over so yeah what about you what's uh the the one you see the the again like this is where we're running through the list of like standard shit. Uh, mm-hmm. Menudo, for example, is, is tripe. So oh, yeah, it's a tripe soup. Yeah. And you, mm-hmm. you, you're like, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's whatever. We Pe- eat that. <laughs> yeah. People, people don't realize what it is. And even when I tell them what tripe is, like when I say, Oh, it's tripe. Menudo is just tripe soup. And they're like, oh, okay. And, and it's just like, oh, you don't know what tripe is. <laughs> it's because we come from culture. Well, it's because most Americans don't eat organs. Yeah. Is, is the thing. And like we, and I hate to say it, but American culture is, especially with food, is quite wasteful. <clears throat> right? Like, yeah. Again, touching on the organs things, they don't eat that. Chicken feet. We're, I mean, 
opening up this whole thing where we're just basically talking about shit that's not wasteful. Yes. We're eating like organs, livers, shit like that. Yeah. And I mean, we both come from uh, cultures where you ain't going to waste what you just killed. You got to eat the whole thing. All, yeah. You, you got to use every, every part of it, you know? Yeah. So, and, uh, and there's a thing, there's a way to cook every single piece of it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and menudo is, is is one of those things. The thing is, is okay. So let's let's break down what menudo is. Okay, so it's tripe, right? It's basically the intestines. What's in the intestines? Yeah. Shit. Poop. Poo. You gotta clean it. You have to clean it. Now this is where this is where people get in trouble. All right. If you go to a restaurant and they don't do a good job of cleaning it, you can smell it. But people who don't have the experience with the food don't understand, don't, don't, don't even know what it smells like when they don't clean it properly. I have been at a restaurant, I won't say which one, but one of the popular ones. I've been at restaurants where I've asked for menudo, they bring me the menudo and I don't even taste it. I can smell that they did not clean that shit properly. And I was like, sorry, I won't take that. Give me the flautas, you know? You know what, that reminds me of a uh deer hunting actually mm. i don't know if you've ever eaten deer or any 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 game animal before not no not t- technically no i've had i've had like venison and stuff but you know yeah, yeah. Out, of, out of a restaurant or okay okay you know i've never nothing there's nothing that i've ever caught shamefully okay so so me being from indiana kind of a hillbilly town uh-huh. redneckish i guess a lot of people <laughs> that i knew hunted i've been hunting a few times um that's cool i've butchered butchered a deer before i know how to do all that the thing that the reason why it reminds me of that is if you ever go hunting you know that you're not supposed to hit the animal center mass especially near the stomach area because you don't want to blow that shit up yeah into the neck or head now, there's other reasons, obviously, because you don't want to mess up the meat, especially if you're using a gun, because there's you can't all the meat around where you shot is dead. Yeah. Or with a bow, too, because you can pierce it, but you have more <clears throat> leeway with it. With deer, if you shoot them and it hits their stomach, the meat is trash. Damn. All like, of it. All of it? Like the legs? Everything? I mean, don't get me wrong. You can eat it. You're not going to die. But uh, taste profile-wise, it's done. Fuck. It's all going to just taste super gamey, and it's going to slightly smell like shit. Uh, yeah. And, I, I, go ahead. But, uh, but yeah, because I, I knew, or my dad knew a few people, um, and this is a little sketch, that would run deer over, purposefully like hit them with a car, or find roadkill, like fresh roadkill. and Yeah and butcher that and they tried to get my dad to help one time he's like no fuck that that's gross like yeah you know what happens when a deer gets hit by a car the whole thing explodes yeah <laughs> if it doesn't the insides are, are done so yeah and there, there's a lot there's a lot of waste there that you got to kind of cut through if you're going to save any mm-hmm. of it right and i feel like the whole unclean menudo kind of is similar right because if you don't do it right it's gonna you're gonna smell it, like you said yeah. And the other thing too is it's like the people that, that butcher the meat depending on you see, I don't know if they if they do this anymore. 
I'm sure they probably do, but they menudo is is problematic just in general because they will just pour a shit ton of chemicals into it to clean it so mm. that no, nobody gets sick. So um, my mom will like when she makes menudo, she'll clean it again, you know, but just kind of like with water and she sits there and kind of scrubs it and stuff. She doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't kind of she because even then, even after they've cleaned it with chemicals and stuff, mm -hmm. like you'll still see shit in there. There's still shit on that stuff, you know. Yeah. So she'll go ahead and clean that up again, and, and it takes her a while. And I, I think she boils it or something too. Like aside from putting it in the soup, just to kind of mm -hmm. get all that stuff off of it, uh, the 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 shit, the chemicals, all that stuff. So that's, that's kind of, in, that's really interesting. Again, I'm going to relate it to butchering a deer. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people don't know this, but like, you're, you're not supposed to butcher it right away, right? As soon as you like kill it, you're, the process is you kill it, you field dress it, AKA cut it open, rip out the organs, throw them somewhere, like animal eat them and then bring it in. Yeah. And then once you do that, you need to bleed it out. Oh wow! Like literally, hang the deer, uh -huh. um, and let the blood run out mm. to kind of rid itself of that gamey um, iron taste, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, <clears throat> and if you don't, obviously, it, it's gonna taste the more gamey it'll taste. It won't ruin the meat necessarily, but some people are a little bit more picky about it. Like myself, um, I, I, the one time that I had like fresh yo we just shot this yesterday come over let's skin it and like i'll cut a piece off we can eat it that was cool but it wasn't as good as i wanted it to be mm. especially compared to like stuff that was properly butchered pr correctly or even like frozen deer meat just mm. because it was super gamey oh and it's just probably because there was just too much blood in it still yeah mm. so okay so um once once the menudo is cooked and they put it all in that sauce and that wa in that 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 jalapeno uh, stew and stuff or not jalapeno but like chile stew it is it is fucking delicious um i love it but you know uh, but like i said if you tell if you tell someone who doesn't know the culture you tell them it's tripe some people don't even know what tripe is so like you have to explain oh, yeah. to them what tripe is and, and that that's just like funny, you know, it's just like how disconnected we are from what we're eating, you know, but anyway. I mean, it wasn't far too long ago that people were uh, skeptical of just sashimi. Yeah. Yeah. It's like super popular now, right? Sashimi, sushi, all that shit. Yeah. So it's, it's your turn. Uh, why don't you tell me, um, give me another standard uh, thing that you probably eat that people don't usually consider eating um you want to get really weird or you're still easing people into this i think i think we, i just want to do right now the shit that we kind of like take for granted we can get really weird yeah. the really weird stuff can can come in the, the stuff that i take for granted i'm gonna be honest day to day i don't really eat that much weird shit uh-huh uh, I guess the next on the list, Darien. Darien, Darien is the smelly fruit, right? 
Yeah, the fruit that smells like dead people. Oh, shit. I don't think I've ever really smelt it. Oh, man. So I can kind of get over it because I like the fruit. So, like, I understand. So, like, that <laughs> doesn't cook as well in my head. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it smells like rotten eggs or rotten flesh. <laughs> it is disgusting. That is hilarious. Like, again, the only reason that I can get over it is because durian compared to normal rotting things has its own sweetish flavor smell to it so you can smell like yeah it smells like shit but you can smell that it's this is durian uh-huh. versus like oh man that is that is a dead rat you know like so and that's interesting because like part of tasting stuff is smell but somehow you can taste something else when you're when you're eating this thing and you're not smelling what you're kind of tasting you do kind of, but again, you kind of have to get over it. Jesus Christ. I don't smell it as much. Hmm. I smell it when I like, I think when I'm eating, if I chew with a mouth completely closed and I start breathing through my nose while I'm eating it. Yeah. You can. Yeah. You'll smell, you can it. smell it. Yeah. Not to the, like for me, I don't mind it that much, but that's the only way to get me to like, really like smell it is to have it in my, like while I'm eating and breathing through my nose. Hmm. But it's still, it's not that bad. It's more of a watered down version of like how everyone else is smelling it. Like if anything, I'll smell the durian smell, like the mm. sweeter smell of it mixed in obviously with the rotting smell. But yeah, I don't know. I've never been too bothered. It's I, okay though. I don't know if I tried it. My, my, my wife might've brought it home or something once, but I don't think I've, I don't think I've tried it. Cause I would like to think that the smell that you're talking about, I would notice and I would remember eating it. You would notice. Yeah. yeah. You would notice. You might have eaten jackfruit. I've eaten jackfruit. I've eaten, um, man, I've eaten a lot of those other things, the star, star fruit or whatever that's called. Those fruits that can't imagine what happened if someone were under the tree and it fell on you. Yeah. <laughs> dragon yeah. fruit. I've had dragon fruit. Um, okay. I've, I've had, um, I've had all those kind of like um, unique, you know, pieces of fruit, but uh, I don't think. Oh shit! Speaking of fruit, give me give me two seconds. Sure. I just uh, you can probably still hear me. Yeah, I I just actually got some quote unquote weird fruit from H Mart. It's something that most people probably know or have heard of because it's the flavoring is in is in uh. Quite a few beverages, to be honest. It's called a mangosteen. What the fuck? What is it? Okay, so for the people who are looking at this, it looks like a black ball with leaves on top. It, it, what is it? It almost looks like a pear. Do you know what a persimmon? Yeah, I know what a persimmon is. It almost is, but it's, it's, it's incredibly hard. Whoa. And, but does it taste like a persimmon? Yeah, like, no. Okay, so it's what incredibly it, sweet. Uh huh. And uh, let me actually pop it open for you because it's it's really neat when you get it open. What is this called? It's a mangosteen. Mangosteen. It's a. It's mostly in like Southeast Asia. Now the the brine is incredibly thick. It's wild looking, man. It looks, it just looks like a black ball. 
And I'll let it have it open. And it's like in a shell almost. Oh, okay. That's... So it's and what's the, the shell? Uh huh. This is the meat. What's the meat taste like? Honestly, it tastes just like the flavoring. Um, Snapple has a few of these like mangosteen flavored drinks. And then I know Whole Foods, these aloe drinks that you can buy have mangosteen flavoring in them. Let me throw this away. Huh. Well, there's some weird fruit. It almost looks it's like- really good. The inside almost looks like a lychee almost. Yeah, the texture is very similar to a lychee, but uh, a little bit more mushy. Okay. Huh. Is it and it's sweet? It's very sweet. I'm gonna have to go to H Mart and check it out. H Mart, for those of you who don't know, H Mart is like an Asian Korean food mart uh here in Illinois. I don't know it's if they're Korean. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where else they may have H Mart, but it's fairly popular here. So okay, so then um here, let me let me do my next one. The and this is standard stuff. We haven't even gotten to the like the crazy shit yet. But um the standard shit um is brain tacos. I've had brain tacos. Oh, I haven't even thought about eating brain. Yeah, that that's yeah, that's you pretty see, common. Yeah, it's it's common for us. Uh and I I, I actually um it, it's not super popular here, I don't think, in, in Chicago. Um no. but I spent some time in Illinois in Illinois, in California, and they have all kinds you of can shit get there. It. You can get that there. Yeah. Uh when I was there last year, um, for like the two weeks, it, it was actually really, really easy to acquire if you wanted it in general i think you can even get it at the supermarket like you can just go buy a pack of it oh shit really that's like one thing yeah you can... i know go ahead i definitely saw it and i was like is that what i think it is and then i was like oh shit that's, that's <laughs> wild i didn't think i'd see that in the wild before okay yeah I like... to go to like a specialty store <laughs> yeah i wonder if you can get brain but it's it's you know it's 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 beef t- it's beef brains right and yeah the first time I had, the first time I had brain tacos, like um, I was out in LA, I was hang, you know hanging out with, with one of my coworkers out there. I spent some time in LA, and so this guy was like, "Oh, let's go to this place. They have brain tacos, right?" And he's like, "You know, if you eat brain tacos, it's supposed to make you smarter." And I'm like, "Ooh, just sign me up, right?" Because this dummy needs <laughs> the fucking brains. So then, like. Um, you know, he, you know, I got some tacos. I had some, you know, I put some brains in it, you know, fucking ate them. I, they tasted like nothing. They're very kind of, if anything, there might be like a, like a, maybe a, if I remember correctly, a slightly bitter taste, you know, but hmm. otherwise there's, there's no flavor to it. So like you need salsa. Um, and I was very aware that I was eating brains. Yeah. But it, it's like not a big deal really uh have you ever eaten heart i've never on the topic i've never organs i've never eaten heart i've never eaten heart so i've had chicken heart that's uh that's i guess is a weird thing um Um, we're on the organ topic (laughs) i didn't like it but i figured i'd try it 
what's it taste like? Is what's it taste like? Like blood. Oh, really? Huh. Like iron. Very irony. Irony. You can't get past the irony taste. Uh, I don't know. This is quite some time ago. I was a little bit younger. Um, again, texturally, it was just weird because it wasn't all the same. Uh huh. So it was like all stringy in some parts, and then some parts a little tendony, and then other parts it was like moosh. I was like, "What the hell's going on here?" You know, um, uh, but like again, back back and forth because you're talking about heart. I have to talk about lengua. Lengua is super common, at least for Mexicans. I know I've been mm-hmm. in I've been in taco stands when I ask for lengua with white people, and white people are like. What's that? And I'm like, oh, it's tongue. And they're like, ew, you know? I was going to say tongue. That's tongue, right? Yeah. It's tongue. It's uh, all it is. is- I, that, I didn't, I was afraid of saying tongue as a weird thing because I feel like it's so common now. Well, yeah, that's why I have it as part of the But standard. I feel like my roommate desensitized me from it. Oh, really? Because my roommate eats, we'll eat that. He'll actually like order it at restaurants. He'll prefer it to other cuts. Um, at, for like, and, I, and I totally understand why it's for like tacos or something, or just just in general, just to have um, it on this plate. Just to have it in this plate. Let's just say like hot pot. He'll order it. Okay. Uh, Gyukaku, any of that those like uh, barbecue places, he'll order it. Like, oh, it's there. Yeah, so eat that. Oh, I didn't Good. know you could like get it. that at a. At a okay. I didn't know you can get that at a hot pot, man. That's kind of cool. The the thing about lengua is if you. The, the thing is, if you're kind of like a shy person and you want to like talk more or you just want to be able to talk more in general, uh, you're, mm-hmm. suppo- you're supposed to eat lengua and, and that'll, that's supposed to make you more, ta- more talkative. Mm, old country superstition. We have those too. Yeah. Well, just, <laughs> just, like the, just like the brains and stuff. The brain. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know. <laughs> or uh, what was it? We have, uh, oh yeah. Deer antlers, you eat those and it makes you strong. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm one thousand percent serious. Well, essentially, take take an antler and uh, put it through like a not a meat grinder, but a cutter like cut it like you would deli meat. Yeah, and you eat them like chips. Oh, interesting. And kind of fucking gross, but. <laughs> I was gonna say, what is was it taste like? It's like a bitter, tasteless chip. Oh, weird. that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. They might be microwaving shit downstairs. Uh, fucking, it drives me nuts. They might be using the microwave. <laughs> they might be using, yeah, they might be using the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, go unplug the microwave. <laughs> I, I I have half of mine to go unplug the microwave, but my. Uh, my my son loves popping fucking popcorn and shit while I'm fucking recording stuff. Uh, it happens all the time. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I think it's your turn. Uh, you want to stick on normal or go into weird? If you, oh, how big is your, what, what else do you, well, you know what? Let's, uh, if there's one more thing that you think you need to kind of address, then do the normal and then we'll go to the weird. Um, I guess just, just something that my parents would eat all the time that I never understood. Uh, bitter melon. Yes. Yes. It's I, like, I'm likely, it's likely that you've experienced this and your wife probably, uh, eats this too, or has shown this to you. 
She loves that shit. I fucking, I'm not a fan. I don't hate it, but I'm not a fan. Dude, I don't, I don't, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate that shit with a passion. My parents love that shit. Everyone in my family actually loves that shit. I, I don't. And like, every time I ask them, I'm like, why do you like hurting yourself? we kind of like it i'm like that uh, does that get zero enjoyment out of that you're literally eating a bitter melon that's the name of it it's a bitter melon what are you doing i i don't understand but, uh, i don't understand the appeal yeah, no, they, they love it enough for them to like grow it in the states yeah i i i don't <laughs> i don't understand the appeal my wife loves it um and, and she and she she eats it no problem my mother-in-law loves it um Bro, because <laughs> I've never had a microwave cause any disturbance of internet. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I don't, I don't get it either, man. It, it really fucking sucks. I, I think I think it. it might, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know, man. But if it fucking it it's killing, me. it's killing me, bro. Um, All right. Well, let's uh, let's so, get back on topic. <laughs> so you you were the, talking uh, the bitter melon. You're, the bitter melon. You're saying your wife loves it. My wife, my wife loves the fucking shit. She'll put it in all kinds of stuff. I, I'm not a fan. I, I don't hate it, right? But I hate. she, <laughs> I hate. But she like she really I likes she really likes like the that bitter profile. She she looks. I, <laughs> my wife will look for foods that have that have that kind of bitter profile. She she takes full use of her tongue, like she. She tastes everything. And I'm like, I don't even understand. That's a good what... way to put it. My, my parents do that too. Yeah. Well, they used to. Now they're, they're a little bit more reserved, but. Yeah, no, she. she. But uh, yeah, bitter melon. That's something that like everyone, everyone that I know in my family loves it. <laughs> I actually, I don't think I've met anyone, another Asian person, I guess, that doesn't like it. Yeah, it makes me think that I'm the weird one. That is uniquely Asian. That is very unique because I don't know any other culture that enjoys that piece of um, that 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 vegetable. Because I, I I'm I, I think I, I think it has to. My mindset. I haven't looked into this, but my mindset is it has to be like a strength thing, like a tough, like a proving who's tougher than the other. Look, 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 like what kind of nasty shit can you eat? And since we already eat some weird shit, let's just find something that can hurt us. It's almost the equivalent of who can eat the most spicy foods now, right? I think I think it's more of like a from from coming from a medicinal place. Whereas, like, if it tastes like shit, that's because it's it's doing it's probably good for you. It's probably good for you, right? That's that's I think where it's coming from. I don't think it's it's a. A strength, maybe maybe it's a competition. Who knows? It might be, but I think it's like, oh, this tastes like crap. That means it's working. You know, <laughs> I'm getting stronger <laughs> right now. I can feel the testosterone. Yeah, I mean, those deer antlers and uh, have you heard ginseng? That stuff tastes like shit too. It's I awful. I actually ginseng and bitter melon have the have very similar bitter profiles. Really? Yeah, and I've noticed that people that don't mind ginseng that much like bitter melon and everyone and again everyone in my family thinks ginseng's the shit and it's like what no it's gross it's a root what no there if you see i i like putting ginseng and a few things and again it comes from 
I don't know why I, I believe this. I think it's my wife's influence because we've been together for 20 years, you know. It definitely I, is. I I I general I genuinely believe that the more ginseng, the the better for me. And I love it in in my soups. I love it in my in my uh in my smoothies. Uh I I'll I'll take it wherever I can get it. And I'll take it to the point where it's like you you have so much it gets it makes it makes it spicy, almost. And Man. I I enjoy the flavor of of ginseng, but I do not enjoy the flavor of bitter melon. I I put up with bitter melon. That is interesting. Ginseng kind of so so that, that's interesting. You bring up ginseng because gin, oh, like, like ginseng. I, I guess ginger. I brought it up. Ginger. I'm sorry. Oh, You're ginger. Okay. Ginger okay. root. I'm thinking of ginger root, not not okay. ginseng. ginseng. I thought you were talking about ginseng. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, ginseng. I don't care. It. Yeah, yeah, I've had it. I don't care for it. <laughs> uh, in tea form, usually. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now we can talk about it. It's man, I hate it. My parents used to make me drink that shit anytime I would feel like remotely sick or not well. It's uh-huh. like, oh yeah, just drink some ginseng. You'll feel better. Yeah. Uh literally like it would it would just be or like they would be they would make it and just make me drink it because it's it's healthy for you it it literally would be like an every other day like bi-weekly kind of thing (laughs) so like tell you what ginseng is one of the things that i can smell that's probably pretty triggering for me are you serious it's like oh i smell it get the shit away like like i don't want to be around this shit (laughs) that's how i feel about cucumber particularly like the tea huh that's how I feel about cucumber and watermelon. If I smell cucumber or watermelon, I want to vomit. Yeah, I can see that. I remember you? Yeah, I had. I, I had, remember you telling me uh, about that. Yeah, I, I. It was one of those things where, like, my dad made me clean up a, a, a giant fucking dumpster full full of watermelon because he worked at rotted watermelon. Yep. Yeah, water, water. Yeah, rotted watermelon. But yeah, it was horrible mm-hmm. horrible and you know because my dad worked at a at a warehouse and you know they uh, for produce and one of the one of the tasks was like here you know bring your you know bring your son so he can clean out the fucking the dumpster full of rotted watermelon it was bring your son in to do intern work let's go yeah 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 <laughs> fuck this intern so um what's what's next let's just jump into some weird shit okay let's let's do the weird shit um let me see so why don't you go first well not necessarily the weird shit but maybe the shit that that fucking that that almost puts you in the hospital or you were like what the fuck is this or you know something that that you know i i i haven't had anything that almost put me in the hospital um I guess, I guess I'll start with the century egg. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, century egg. You said century egg. Yeah, yeah. Have you had it before? Yes, I have. What do you think about it? Uh, it doesn't bother me, but if I don't have to eat it, I will. I will not eat it. But like I've had it in kanji and stuff. Uh, but I'm not a I'm not a fan. It's just super salty. Um, see, I, I ate one before I knew what it was. My parents just said it's an egg. 
just this is how you eat it. Just eat it. And I was like, okay, I'll fucking eat it. Uh, so like right then and there, I was just numb to it. And then it wasn't until like a few years later that I found out what those things were. And yeah, I guess I'll, I just kind of got over it because there was I already ate it, so there's nothing I could do. <laughs> so like, um, let me see. There, the the like the. I don't have like a disgusting thing as much as a as a thing that that fucked me up. And uh, the thing that fucked me up was um, I like Thai food. I really, I mean, it's it's fun. It's tasty, and you know. And uh, in college, I would there was a place right across the street from you know one of the buildings I was you know going to for 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 class, mm-hmm. and I would shoot on over there and you know have lunch or dinner or whatever, and then go to class. And I would mm-hmm. and uh, to my palate, um, to to my palate like. <laughs> Uh, the spiciness, even for Thai food, was sometimes not as spicy as I would like, right? So me and my buddy... Surprising. Yeah, you know, so like me and my buddy, we, we go to a place, uh, a new place, someplace else. Like we we're on the street and it, it was like on the south side of Chicago or southwest side. And we're driving and uh, we see a Thai place. I've never seen a Thai place at this spot before. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go into this place. You know, I, I want to try it. And plus it's a new joint. I want them to succeed if they're good. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I go in and I tell them, well, what's your spicy like? You know, ah, you know, it's okay. And I said, you know what? In that case, make it extra spicy. And they brought out, and I said, extra spicy. They brought out this, um, this plate that was like a almost like a salad but it, you know the mm-hmm. but it had a octopus in it and it was like the octopus was either fried or something but it was like with a with almost like a almost like a salad so like it had like lettuce or something in it i can't remember anymore mm-hmm. uh and it was covered in lime juice it was almost it was almost like a asian version of ceviche okay and it was fucking delicious it was so good it was octopus and a ton of fucking heat bro it had a ton of heat and i but loved i loved it feel like you're about to get to the part where it fucked you up it fucked me up bro <laughs> like me and my bud we ate, we sat there and we ate this whole goddamn plate and we were like <gasps> just breathing right and he was drinking water but i was being a macho man i said fuck that i'm not drinking any water because i'm not a pussy right so yeah yeah so then i don't drink the water and oh bro the next day the next day i had the i had i was i was sick in my stomach but also i was so incredibly I had such a bad headache. It was almost like I had a hangover. But I was so nauseous and so sick. Oh, Jesus. What are they doing? Um, (laughs) Can you hear that? I heard a thud. Oh, man. They're like fucking clog dancing or something upstairs. (laughs) Anyway, so it it was so bad. Uh, I, I, I I had such a 
I had such a bad headache and my stomach hurt so bad. My mom thought I went on a, like a drinking bitch, right? And I told her like, look, I, I don't, you know, I don't really drink. And, and so I, I was out for like a good day, but it was so bad. I had thought about going to the hospital and uh, I didn't, but I probably should have. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I, I've never had even like the spiciest thing I've ever had that I can, I can remember ever having. That didn't really fuck my stomach up too bad. If anything, like the the only things that I can think of that really fuck my stomach up now are just like trash food. Like shit, man. Even if, if I were to eat like McDonald's or something, if I were to eat McDonald's tonight for dinner, that's what I eat. I'd feel like shit tomorrow. Yeah. Not like hangover bad, but like my stomach could feel bad. But that's about it. Like, I don't know. I, I seem to even like again, super spicy foods. Like, uh, this one time I was in Indonesia, uh, and I was fed this salsa that was actually, I think we told you this word, but it was, it was really good, but it, it didn't have that much flavor to it because it had a shitload of chilies and peppers in it that like essentially delayed the heat. Yeah. It wasn't until like five minutes after I, I, I ate like my bowl of rice essentially with all the stuff that I was going to eat on like with a shitload of that salsa and man, like a couple minutes after I finished that bowl, like I thought I was going to jump in the river and like drink river water. Cause I, cause it was so bad. Like <laughs> my, I thought my mouth was on fire. I thought I was going to melt. Oh. But surprisingly, like the next day, it, 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 it wasn't bad coming out when it didn't hurt my stomach. It just hurt my mouth. There was just like, actually not too long ago, my, my, my wife had uh, acquired some ghost peppers fresh ghost peppers peppers from someone's yard and um I, you know it was funny because she she saw it on like on on facebook marketplace or something and she was like oh uh -huh. somebody's selling you know ghost peppers for a dollar or whatever and so she starts asking this lady questions like oh you know like how much are they etc cetera, etc cetera. so then a friend of hers sees the back and forth tells her don't don't buy that I got a bunch. Why don't, why don't, I can just give them to you. So I was what like, what kind of person grows ghost peppers, man? That's, I don't know. An evil, sadistic person, man, because like, I, that, that stuff's scary to even grow because like, what if you have like a pet, like a dog and it just goes and fucks with it? Yeah. yeah. Or, I mean, I guess it would be funny if like a squirrel started fucking with it because it's like, haha, you shouldn't have messed with my stuff, you little bastard. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that, that's that's terrifying to know that people uh, grow these by themselves. <laughs> dude, I I had no idea the fucking type of heat that I was in for for this thing because I went ahead and and just like oh, I said, oh, this is awesome, right? You know, so. I forgot what I had it with. Uh, oh, so I've, and this is stupid. This is how stupid I am, right? She gets a whole like little basket, right? So a good fucking 10, 15 little peppers, right? And so I have yeah. one. I know how bad they are. You know, like, like the first time I ate it, I, I just took like little tiny fucking mouse bites, like little tiny just bits. Couldn't even finish the pepper. Yeah. The pepper was like not even as long as my finger. 
and I couldn't yeah. finish the I couldn't finish the whole thing. Um, just you're taking, not supposed to eat the whole thing. <laughs> oh no, dude! You see, you don't know who you're talking to. I will eat the whole fucking thing. You know, like, but then like, so get this. So then, ah, oh, I'm so fucking stupid. So then, one night I'm like working on a client's website and shit. You know. But it's yeah, like, yeah. it's late. So I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to have myself a little snack. I don't want to eat anything too big. I just want to have something kind of a little fun, just kind of, well, I, well, I type away at like fucking nine o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, okay, so um, I go downstairs. Everybody's kind of like getting ready for bed. You know, I, I, I find there's an avocado that's kind of perfect ripe, you know, that needs to be cut now. So I cut mm-hmm. it open, slice it up, put a bunch of lime on it, right? Take it upstairs. And oh, and I cut, I cut, uh, I put salt on it, and and I, yeah. and I cut a bunch of sli- slices of, of a, of a complete, fucking ghost pepper, right? And these these things are red, bro. They're like fucking red. They're redder than red. They're oh, like I've seen them. I've seen them. Oh, bro, dude. So I take I'm familiar. This- Dude, I took it upstairs. I, I fucking I sat down at the computer and I'm I'm typing away and then I kind of forget what I'm eating, you know? But I'm enjoying it because it's it's hot and it's and it's limey, you know. And I'm just I'm just you know salty. So I'm I'm just putting this stuff in my mouth, not really kind of taking stock of what I'm doing. And next thing you know, bro, I was on fire. Like like my whole face had gotten <laughs> I have, I felt like I got maced, right? And so yeah. it had taken, I must have rubbed my eyes or something. I was, I was in pain. I had to stop what I was doing. Uh, eventually, like, you know, I, I felt well enough to put the kids to bed. So I put the kids to bed. And then I just end up just moaning the whole night. I was like, uh, uh. my wife's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I fucking ate the ghost pepper. I ate a whole fucking, she's like, what is wrong with you? Why you eat the whole thing? And so I ended up having like four or five pills of fucking Tums and then still like moaning the night away. But in the morning I was, by the, by the, by the time morning came, I was fine. But for a good portion of the night, I was, I was just like, uh, I didn't, I barely slept, dude, because my fucking stomach hurt. <laughs> but then I was fine, you know. It was, it's just like, and, and now we still have like another fucking ten ghost peppers upstairs, just sitting in the fridge. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with these things. They're too hot to eat, you know. Uh, dry them out. Yeah, or make a salsa. I can make a salsa if I and, and give it to someone I don't like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, say so if you dare, yeah. That's yeah. Mean. <laughs> or or give it to someone uh, you know that oh, no, you, I really already, like. <laughs> you've already eaten eaten two whole ones, so I guess there ain't <laughs> there ain't nothing to eat. <laughs> I I I feel fragile now. I feel like I I don't know if I can eat any more hot stuff for a while. Hmm. You know, it, it's funny. I, I haven't, and not really by choice. It just hasn't occurred to me. I, or the the moment just hasn't struck. I haven't really eaten that much like spicy foods lately. Do you like, do you do you want a hot pepper? I mean, do you want a ghost no, pepper? I'll, I'll no, mail it to you. No, no, <laughs> no. That's probably considered like a bomb or like something. <laughs> I don't, I don't that. 
It's like you had to put hazard on the envelope and shit. Like, because you know, if you touch it, it seeps through the envelope and infects everything else. No, I don't need that. <laughs> I can I can acquire ghost peppers if need be. <laughs> but so, uh, no, that just reminds me of the other day when I made some some stir fry. It was literally just uh, it was just green onion beef. It's just like a traditional like Asian or Chinese dish. But you can add like dried chilies to it, obviously, to spice it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how well versed you are with like authentic stir fry, but you know, you usually start off with a bunch of oil and your ginger and your green onion. And you throw the pepper in there to the dried chilies in there too to really get the aroma going. Well, you can make a little smoke bomb accidentally if you kind of. <laughs> get too close to it and i forgot about that and yeah i smoked myself out the other day in my in my own living or in my own kitchen just because uh, i added too many of those in there and like i left it in for too long just getting it to getting the aroma going man i was burning <laughs> my eyes i was choked i was like coughing it was awful yeah I, i've done that i've actually maced the whole house once like i was i, I was i had rented this place and it, it was like a, it's, it was a small two flat, right? So I lived on the, yeah. what would be considered the first floor. And then the, the, the bottom floor was where the, uh, the owners lived. Right. And uh-huh. so I had, I had gotten myself, I had actually, I think it was actually stir fry or I was making a salsa or something. No, you know what? I was making a salsa and I was drying the peppers out. So I was trying to kind of like um, burn them. I wanted to roast them a little mm-hmm. bit. And then mm-hmm. drop them in a, in a salsa. So I, I was sitting there roasting these motherfuckers, but I had put too much of that shit in a pan. <laughs> and so then I was, I was like, <laughs> like it got to a point where like I, I kind of forgot about them or I did it too fast or something like that. And I was mm-hmm. coughing, my eyes were tearing and everybody in the house was sneezing. I, I felt so bad because I could hear my landlord or landlords sneezing down in the base in the basement or on the first floor or whatever you want to call it. And I, I was See, like, that, Oh, that's, that's really funny because like, this was the only time I've done this multiple times where I smoked other people out, but never <laughs> myself. <laughs> because I used to do it to my roommate. I'm not on purpose. I just would be cooking food. I would tell him be like, yeah, I'm going to open the door. Cause like, it's going to get kind of spicy in here. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, he'll he'll come in. He'll come back in, forgetting about it. And he'll be like, "Oh my god, it's too high! Like, what'd you do? Like, what? I can't breathe. This hurts. What do you have mace in the air? It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> I put in a bunch of peppers and hot oil, and uh, yeah, that's the result." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if other people have this kind of experience with peppers. You know, because I mean, that happens even when I make salsa. Like, I'll make salsa, and you know, I, I won't even roast the peppers i'll just put them in a pot and just boil them but you know i don't like it when um when they pop open when you try to like um peel the the skin off later Mm -hmm. because like what i like doing is i i don't like having the the skin of the vegetables in my salsa i like i like to try to get enough as much of that as as i can off of it so i'll Mm -hmm. boil them till they get nice and soft and then i'll peel them right but if I if I try to peel them and they burst open, all the water squirts out, and then I mace myself, you know, yeah. or or I burn myself. So rather than doing that, 
I poke holes in it, right? So mm-hmm. that it kind of has, a, it allows the water to flow in and out rather than just seep in and then burst later. So then um, if, <laughs> but if you do that, then the water, the, the steam and the heat just flow around in the air. And again, you mace everybody, you know? Yeah. See, I, I, I get that more with onions than peppers. Hmm. Like I, I've maced myself with onions way more than peppers and just in general. And likewise with my roommate and like for the longest time, I couldn't figure it out, but I finally figured it out. I think whole foods, it's all started once I started shopping at whole foods, whole foods carries like just perfectly ripe onions uh-huh. to the point where they will gas you out when you cut them like you cut open into this little fucker and you better be wearing contacts or like something on your face it's gonna hurt you yeah yeah i could see that you know what does that too is like um i remember thinking that either either it was either the purple onion or the or a yellow onion has a stronger flavor and and even a different taste than like for example a white onion Uh but i remember cutting purple onions and just bawling and i'm like fuck i can't use purple onions because they're just too strong they're yeah they're a little bit more uh spicier yeah so what else you got uh you ever had snake that is on a list of mine of i wish i could have like i would like to have eventually at one point I've never had snake. It's okay. It's bony, like stupid little pin bones all over the place. It's kind of annoying to eat. I've had it in soup form. Uh, we've also had it. This is going to be weird. This is gonna be even weirder for snake. I've had snake blood. Whoa. Yeah. I, I have, I've had, not to, not to veer off topic, but I've had dinagawan. Do you know what that is? It's uh, like a, it's what? like a, it's a dinagawan. It almost looks like it's like a re- liquor with it. It's no, it's it's blood. Okay. It's it, but it's a Filipino dish, and it's okay. and it has it's it's a blood stew. It almost looks like oh. it almost looks like uh, menudo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or not a, menudo. A similar um, mole. Yeah, there's a similar thing with uh, Chinese and Taiwanese food made with blood. Likewise, while we're on the topic of blood, though, uh, it's like a blood cake. You read that? No, blood cake? Yeah. Um, I think it's common also in certain European cultures, maybe English. I'm not too sure. But it, it's, it's, it's really weird. It's not a cake. It's like more of like a meat like loaf but it's made with mostly blood what? i actually don't really know like what it's made of but it tastes fucked up and i don't really like it i've just <laughs> had it a handful of times that is that sounds like super like fucking dark man that's like that's kind of creepy almost here's a blood cake. uh yeah it, it's it's interesting because like like one time I looked into like obviously just food shit and like weird food and like 
we Asians aren't the only ones that do this. A lot of older cultures will do it, like where you take the blood and you make it's again, again, it's not, it's, it's about like not wasting food uh-huh. and you, you make something out of the blood. Like you, you drain it, you drain the animal pigs mostly. Uh-huh. And you, you take that blood and you, you make something with it. You use that as the liquid for like, or a binding agent. It's really weird. I don't like it. Again, it's, you can kind of like the texture of it is almost like coagulated, like blood. It's you know, like jelly. And, uh, yeah, that's not crazy. It, it sounds like something you would get at Dracula's birthday party. Yes. Yes. Jesus um, Christ. That sounds super Halloween. Next Halloween, I'm going to fucking have a blood cake. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, it's a, here it is. It's a blood pudding served on a stick. That's true. I didn't have it on a stick, but I can see where you can put it on a stick. Um, let me see how it's made. Yeah, I've had it in hot pot. It was fucked up. <laughs> so, so I'm reading about it now. It, it's uh, it can be called black cake, but it's made with steamed pork blood, sticky rice, and then it's coated in peanut powder. What? It's just f- like a red black square it does Uh, that does not sound appetizing at all i wouldn't i wouldn't say it is it's just something that people eat i guess so so what is it called like what it what's what's the name for it like if i went to a a restaurant i say i want this what would i say to them blood cake That's I mean, if you, if you go to a, this is a, what I'm talking about here is a specific Taiwanese thing. So like, if you go to a place that serves this or like knows what it is and you ask them, you probably get a lot of, get a pretty good rep from it. Cause like just knowing what it is, they'll be like, Oh shit, you, you know this. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Like what else do you know? You want, you want some of the special menu stuff? Yeah. 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 So but but- it's sim- it's similar to going to like a Japanese restaurant, or like an authentic Japanese restaurant. Uh-huh. And asking for a yellowfin collar. Yellowfin collar? Hamachi collar? Yeah, it is. I love hamachi collar. So like you you do know you know how, how large like a yellowfin tuna is, right? Um it's roughly like the size of your torso. Okay. Maybe a little bit bigger. The okay. big fish. Mm-hmm. The collar is probably like it can range from like this big to this to like about that large. So, um, so like 12 inches or to six inches? Yeah, six to 12, roughly. Uh, and it, it's really it's really fishy, but in a good way. Interesting. Right? So like not, not fishy salmon, because remember, this is a white fish. So it's, it's a fishy tuna. But the meat is also very delicate around here, and it, and it just it tastes much better. In fact, if you ever like see me eating – a whole fish i'll usually eat the top part near uh-huh. the spine yeah and closer to the head because that's like the more tender parts and i know that other people that i'm probably eating this with don't eat whole fish often so i just won't tell them uh, <laughs> and but they're also gonna, that's they're not gonna eat that uh, stuff anyway like they see the head they're, they're gonna veer off the head anyway likely most likely but it's similar to that. Like, if you know it, you know it. If you don't, 
sucks for you because you're missing out on some good shit <laughs> because certain places like if certain places a lot of japanese restaurants actually that butcher like whole or half yellowfin will have the collar because it's a part of the whole fish they order it by the half or the whole so they'll just eat it by themselves like my parents don't have it on their menu because they know that i and my my parent my mom and dad they they like eating it so we'll eat it mm. if we were to sell it though and that's likewise here and that i've noticed then they sell for 25 dollars a pop and up depending on how heavy it is and mind you this is just the collar this isn't that much meat the amount of meat probably equates to like half of a salmon fillet hmm. but it's uh it's a very highly sought after piece for i guess it's easier to say for asians because we kind of seek that flavor profile and that texture mm-hmm. um but yeah it's kind of like that if you go to a place that has pig's blood like blood cake and you ask for it, you probably you probably get some props for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not something most people eat. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, um, you know that that now that you talk about that, there is something um, something kind of similar uh, in terms of uh, uniqueness. Uh, my mom at one point, well, my folks used to have a grocery store and in some of these Mexican grocery stores on the weekend, they would have things like uh, carnitas menudo and barbacoa. It was just kind of like a thing. If you have a butcher shop, um, uh, you you make some of these dishes or some of these things to kind of attract people to come in on the weekend, right? So... Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we tried to do to kind of stand out was uh, we would make barbacoa, which is Mexican barbecue. But I mean, that's it's not really kind of like barbecue. Um, yeah, it, I know. It, I know what barbacoa is. Yeah. So like for, for people who don't know what it is, it's it's uh, the way we made it um, or the way that it's made. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a, a, a like um, a stew. Right? It's a, it's a almost st- almost a stew, but like they steam it in, yeah. in, inside packets of you know in our case uh, aluminum foil or something or something like that, or in a giant pot, and you would just steam it with a special kind of stew uh, and and serve it that way. But it was it's stewy. It's not exactly stew. You know what I'm saying? It's not a soup, but yeah. like you you would get a liquid with it. It's it's really tasty and it, and all and everybody has kind of like their own kind of way of doing it they all they have their own spices but with what we did was we would get what uh was the cheek from a, a young calf which okay. m- would make the the it, first of all you couldn't make a lot right it, it, and yeah, it yeah. also increased the price and on top of that the 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 meat would be really, really soft and tender. And, and you're talking about this is getting me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to happen too. Like we were going to talk and I knew I was going to be fucking hungry after this. So I haven't eaten dinner. <laughs> yeah, neither neither have I, but like, damn, yeah. that sounds really good. <laughs> it, it, it was really good. And, and, the, and the particular, um, like, I, I don't know the specifics of the recipe, but they... 
for whatever reason, the whatever peppers they they had incorporated along with the color of the meat made the barbacoa at our uh, place a reddish barbacoa, which was kind of also kind of unique. So everything about that particular, everything about what we made was really different. Some people came for the barbacoa. Some people came for the carnitas. Nobody ever came for the menudo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, to be fair, when I when I order tacos, I usually order carnitas and barbacoa tacos. Nice. I don't get the tongue ones. Oh, I, 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 I would love me some tongue. I would, I would get, like, if I were to go get tacos right now, God damn it, you're making me hungry for tacos. But if I were to go get tacos right now, the tacos I would get would be carne asada, which is steak, which is usually, uh-huh. usually, you know, if it's a, if it's a. Well, you got to have one of those. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, but it's yeah. like, in, in my case, if I go to a good place, hopefully it's skirt steak. Right. And, yep. and then, um. I would get lengua, which is tongue. And then um, what we've talked about before, you know, just you and I, uh, the pa- al pastor. I would get an al pastor yeah. taco. And, and that's, those are the, the three tacos I would get. I would get one or two of each, you know, depending on how hungry I was or how fat I wanted to get that night, <laughs> you know. But I, I love, mm-hmm. I love the al pastor, like really fucking hot, you know. It just, oh man, it sucks living out in the burbs, man. I haven't had a good taco in a long time. I'm gonna be honest, I haven't gone and got like, or, like ordered any any like good tacos in a long time, uh, just because I don't live in the area with good Mexican food. Mm-hmm. I have to go over to like Wicker or something, and I'm lazy. I don't want to go over there. I'll just <laughs> like make my own attempts to make some Mexican food or something. You know, I got to figure out how to make up a store. Actually, while we're on the topic of Mexican food, do you ever make your own mole? No, I have never made my own mole. My mom has made her own mole. If mm-hmm. I want to make mole, I will just go buy the chicken and buy uh, a canister of Doña Maria mm-hmm. and do that. But, I, meant, I meant the saw, the like mole saw. Yeah, yeah, I never... I never, I like the Doña Maria sauce. Yeah. That's, that's a brand, but they have mole mm-hmm. sauce that you could just buy. I have never made it. My mom has made it from scratch. She can make it from scratch. I don't know what the recipe now, is. As someone that's eaten, I, I know, I know what the recipe is. Like mm-hmm. I haven't, I've looked it up multiple times because like my, my friend and I were talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is more specific to you than as someone that who's, parents made their own mole sauce and now you just kind of buy it from like the can or whatever or pre-made do you prefer the homemade versus the pre-made one Hmm. and if so is it do you prefer the homemade one enough to go out of your way to get homemade mole sauce i i would prefer the homemade okay um, but I don't know if I, well, here's the problem with, at least with me and, and mole. First of mm-hmm. all, my wife does not like mole. All right. Really? She does not like mole. It drives me crazy. That's, that's very surprising. It's really weird because there's foods that are kind of similar in her culture. 
to to mole, but she doesn't she doesn't want it. And because um, I mean, I would argue that because uh, she's also Filipino, she's not just she's Chinese and Filipino. So she she has and on her mother's side uh, uh, chicken adobo, which is mm-hmm. similar kind of like in in appearance, but it does have a different flavor profile. Because mole has kind of a sweet flavor, and uh, and depending on how you make it, maybe a little kick to it. Uh, but uh, chicken adobo is just sour. It's just got a sour taste. It's really good, but it's a different. It's a different dish altogether. They just look similar. They look mm-hmm. they look almost like that. Like if you put them next to each other, you wouldn't be able to tell them apart. You know, depending on who made it. But like they're they're different in flavor, and so I, maybe there's that problem with it or something. But she doesn't care for it. Uh, I think I think what happened was my mother made it too often and killed it for her, and now she doesn't want to have it anymore. Mm. So, so that's one problem. The other problem is I'm sure my son won't eat it because my son only wants to eat steak. That's all he wants to ever eat. He doesn't even eat. Like sometimes he'll eat something like a rice or a piece of bread or something. Uh, sometimes some vegetables, but for the most part, if you ask that kid what what does he want to eat, he's gonna say he wants meat or tacos, which is fine by me, but doesn't always work with everybody else. Well, to be fair, I feel like every uh, every male child for the most part, gets to that point. Mm -hmm. I know I certainly did, where all I really wanted was to eat steak or meat. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, you know, that's what men do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And nothing much else. I think I was probably right around the age where your son is now. I'm going to guess he's like 10-ish, maybe? He's In his teens? Lower teens? He's seven. Okay. That's still around the range that I was thinking. Yeah. No, this kid has been eating steak for as long as he's been, he's, he's had teeth. Yeah. I was going to caveat that with though. I, for me though, I would literally, and I, still to this day, I would almost need to eat every meal with rice. Yeah. My son does not do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's really kind of weird sometimes because we will put other stuff on his plate. And he'll just mm-hmm. eat, eat around that shit and just take the meat. <laughs> the only the only time he kind of eats a whole thing is when he eats a taco. You know? Yeah, same same here. I used to do the same thing. Yeah. It's kid stuff. <laughs> it is it is kid stuff. It's it's it's, it's a pain in, pain in the ass kid stuff. <laughs> um no, it's it's really funny because like it's it's almost like I'm living vicariously through you now about this. It's like, man, now I'm realizing how much of a little shit I was when I was (laughs) (laughs) particularly with food. Like, damn. Yeah. It sounds like me. (laughs) It's funny because, um, we were, we, we thought he wasn't picky, you know, he's like, Oh, he, he eats all the meat, you know, he's not picky, you know, but, that's all he fucking eats. So he is oh, it's pickiness. It's pickiness on a different level, though. It's just very specific pickiness. Yeah. He, well, it's not like we. It, the The cool thing is, is that we can almost take him to most any restaurant, right? So long as there's steak mm-hmm. on the menu, he'll be fine. Um, 
you know, so we don't we never really noticed it until we're like okay you know we're going to fa or we're going to a soup place or something he's like i don't want to go there i'm like why not it's just like they have no steak i'm like you got to eat something else other than steak you can't have fucking steak all the time and he's like you know, we're not eating else. yeah yeah he's just like no you gotta yeah you gotta have some soup and he's like no i don't i don't want to go there i he would he'll cry he'll fucking cry because He's not getting steak, and I might you know, be time to teach him the uh, whole. Sometimes you you don't always get what you want. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, at the fuck place though, link. Thankfully, they have uh, fried chicken wings. So at, at least at the place we go to, and so he he's. Well, I've realized that fried chicken wings uh, translate amongst almost every culture. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, uh, yeah. But uh, back to weird stuff. Um, yes. Let's see. Yeah, this isn't even that weird. It's just weird to see. Have you ever had black chicken? No, I've I've never had black chicken. What does that look like? I mean, besides being black. That's it. What's it taste like? It tastes like chicken. It's just chicken. It's just black. It's like, yeah, no, it's literally just like a breed of chicken. Oh, it's a breed. Yeah, the skin is black. The feathers, I think, are pretty dark, too. And the meat sometimes can be a little bit dark uh, color-wise because the chicken just... is. That's the chicken. Is this an Asian thing? Or is this like a... Like, where did this come from? I believe it's an Asian thing. But it might be... Uh, I don't want to claim it entirely. <laughs> Because I feel like, because I feel like the Europeans started might have started this, but let me see. Oh yeah, it's in it's in Indonesia. Yeah, it started. It's an Asian thing. Okay. Holy shit! I am looking at this bird. I'm assuming yeah, this it's is just black. It's a black ass bird. It yeah, it's black. It's everything. Its organs are black. That's so crazy looking, dude. Like, why is it black? Do you know? I don't know. I wonder if it's like a berry it's eating or something crazy. It's a genetic thing. I've seen genetic mutation. It's uh yeah, it's not it's not similar to how like a flamingo is. It's fucking wild, Chickens bro. Chickens are like this. Yeah. It's it's so like, that, that's something that freaks people out. Um again, it, not really that weird. It just looks weird cuz black. It has blue and black bones and organs mm-hmm. and meat. Mm-hmm. Bones, even. I, I like to equate it to, um, just because it's the same similar color, eating anything with squid ink. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, like like squidding pasta. Uh, like, that's something that I like, but some people would call it weird. I don't know. Some people don't because it's it stems from like more European culture. So they're like, Oh, it's not that weird. It's like, dude, whatever. You're just, you just don't think it's weird because someone white figured it out, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's cool looking. Yeah. No, the black chicken. Yeah. It's neat. Well, I mean, I'm talking about like the squid ink. The black chicken is cool too. See the black, the squid ink pasta for me, I think it looks really weird. I just, just it's a pile of black. Yeah, but it, uh, it's the taste I really like. It, it's very unique. I, I've I've enjoyed it, but the, more from a 
like the place I, the couple of places I've had it were like, you know, higher end places, but, yeah. uh, the, Same. I had it in Cancun at a place where they served, um, what was it called? It was, um, it was Camarones a la Diabla, but they, they served it on top. Oh of, yeah. That, yeah. They, they served it on, on top of squidding pasta. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was so good. It was, it was that's like the perfect application for it, to be honest. Oh, really? You think so? Oh, yeah. Um, I actually think of it as a waste if you don't do it in a similar method. Because all, all the ways I had it, it's always secret pasta, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but pasta of Diablo, especially because it has a little bit of a spice to it. Yes. I mean, not a little bit, but a decent amount of spice to it. Mm-hmm. I think it uh, a play, it pairs very, very well with the flavor profile of squidding pasta. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. So like, I, that's I why I think it's like a perfect, the spice of the uh, Diablo sauce like goes really well with the pasta. Oh, dude, it was, it was delicious. And I just thought that maybe it was good because I was at a place where they, you know, they, they, they specialize in seafood, you know, it was Cancun, this place in particular yeah. was really good. And, and, you know, I was just having, and the overall experience was fun, right? Cause I was sitting outside, I was by the water, you know, this, this place had like mm-hmm. a little bit of a pier on it and you sat on this mm-hmm. little, on this little pier porch thing and you looked out mm-hmm. on the water as you ate your squid, your fancy squid ink pasta with Diablo sauce and whatever it was, um, the whole experience was great, but so maybe I feel like maybe that colored the, 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 just the eating experience as well. But I, like I said, like the only, I, I don't know if the squid ink pasta really had all that much flavor, you know, but it does. It does. You see, I, I don't know. Yeah. If you, Cause a few places in a place in Chicago, actually uh, around here, it's RPM Italian. Mm-hmm. They have a pretty good squid. They have a really good squidding pasta. Uh, my only issue with it is their sauce is on the lighter end. Mm. So you can taste the pasta a little bit more. And yeah, you taste, you taste the squidding in, in it. Mm. Does it just um, make it taste fishy? Yes, it, it, it tastes, it makes it taste fishy. And if you're, and if your palate is familiar with the flavor, it, it does have somewhat of a squid taste to it. Mm. Um, mind you though, I've, I've like, I foolishly ate squid ink like by itself one time <laughs> like, and, uh, that's kind of how I know. Cause like it's intense. Oh, uh, it, it's not intense to the point where you're like, ah, oh, shit. what I just do? It's like, oh damn. Okay. Shit. That's, that is ocean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, but yeah, that's the best way to describe it. It's like ocean with a touch of squid. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I, I yeah, that's... I don't think I've ever done that. I don't think I'll ever do it either. Oh, yeah, no. Like, I'll I'll do a lot of things like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I usually... You're supposed to eat this. This is a concentrate. Okay. Oh, shit. Why'd I do that? Yeah, I do that with hot stuff, as you could tell. I don't really do that with anything else other than, than stuff hot stuff oh dude bro okay so now that we're talking about hot stuff or just like crazy stuff all right so then i'm at my cousin's house right 
my cousin, mm-hmm. my cousin Danny, the guy with the 10 kids. And so I'm hanging out at this guy's house and he's like, hey man, I got this really hot John in there. It's fucking good. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's see, right? So I want to taste it. I want to taste the giant air. I want to enjoy it. I want to like taste the flavor. He's telling me it's super hot. And I, at, at this point, the only other thing that was kind of hot was this, um, um, I, I, you know, just habanero peppers. I haven't had anything hotter than, than habanero peppers at this point. A lot of this ghost mm-hmm. pepper nonsense has happened recently. Yeah, so, yeah. No, same, same. Habaneros were the top before. Yeah. Little bastard showed up. <laughs> so then, so then this guy he puts together. He says, "Okay, so like you know, I got some of this uh, John and Air." I'm like, "Okay," and he's like, "Bro, but it's really hot." I'm like, "Whatever." Like I'm rolling my eyes at this guy. I'm like, "Really? Come on, this it can't be that fucking hot." It's John and Air. Like you put this on a beef, it's fine. It's not a big deal. So I'm thinking, well, it probably it's probably got a good kick, but he, 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 it's not going to be a big deal. So how, I tell, how bad could it be, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's it's what you're jar- thinking. It's jardinere. It, you know, they, they didn't put fucking ghost peppers in it. It's just like the regular peppers that they put in jardinere. Yeah, yeah. Maybe more, right? So I tell him, yeah, man, what, do you have anything I can eat with this? I just want to eat something kind of plain. He's like, I got some of grandma's tortillas, right? She's got some tortillas she made by hand out of uh, arena, you know, flour tortillas. She made these flour mm-hmm. tortillas by hand. I'm like, fuck it, hook it up, right? So he he warms up a, a couple, and I take I take one, and I I pour a bunch of jardinier, and he's like, you don't want anything on top of it? I'm like, bro, I just want to taste it. And he's like, you're a fucking savage. I'm like, bro, take it easy. It's just jardinier, right? So I roll this sucker up and I start eating it, right? And I, you know, start fucking savage. Yeah, yeah. He's calling me, "Oh, you're <laughs> savage, bro. You savage." I'm like, "Bro, take it easy. It's just fucking giant." So I eat this Chill thing. Out. <laughs> yeah, it's like not a big deal. So I just yeah. roll it up in a tortilla like a taco, and then it's just nothing but jardinier and this tortilla. So I'm eating the sucker, and uh, I'm heavy breathing and stuff, and you know what you expect, right? And it's what I expected. I got to a point where I was like just downing the water, right? I finished the mm-hmm. thing. And then as soon as I was done, I fucking regretted it, bro. I, my, <laughs> my stomach hurt so bad. And I, I, I instantly keeled over because I think what happens is, I think what really gets me when it comes to hot peppers and stuff or just heat is when mm-hmm. it's sitting in an oil that's hot. Like the oil gets hot. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm eating, I'm eating this pepper. I'm eating this stuff. It's hot. You're eating. <laughs> You're, I made you hungry, huh? <laughs> I ate the rest of the mango steam now sitting there. <laughs> so then, so I, I eat this fucking thing and um, I, I'm, I'm like buckling over on his chair and I told my wife, we need to get home. I, I need to go home. <laughs> and she's like, are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, can you drive? I'm like, I can't drive. I finished the taco. Maybe I sat around maybe five minutes. And then I told her to take me home. We packed everybody up. We got in the car. We drove home. And I was in the car. Oh, uh. <laughs> and, and bro, I seriously thought I was going to go to the hospital. 
I was like, this is, this is, I'm going to have to go to the hospital and get my stomach pumped. I get to the house, right? And I'm thinking I got to go upstairs and, and just hang out in the bathroom, maybe throw this up, something, right? Get it, I got to get it out of me. Yeah. I got to get it out of me. So I go upstairs and, and this, as soon as I see the toilet, I have the urge to take a shit, right? I sit down on it. Everything came right out, bro. It was, but it was, it was like a fucking fireball. It, it fucking, it was, it was evil. I hated it. It hurt, but I didn't have to go to the hospital, <laughs> but it See, was, that, that's what it was. It was maybe that was until, until I had the fucking ghost pepper. That was the worst experience I've had with, with hot peppers. So it's number two now, but at, for the longest time, it was number one. You know, speaking of things that hurt your stomach and like sucks on the way out, it, it's really interesting. Again, out of all the spicy things that I've eaten, and there's a lot, there's quite a lot of it. And a lot of them have been what uh, you were just saying that you don't really like, like the, uh, the stuff that's been sitting in oil. Yeah. Because that's what Asians do. Yeah. With our heat. So like I obviously familiar with it. Um, none of that ever fucks me up. Even coming out, like going in, coming out, it's fine. It doesn't really bother my stomach. But like, dude, something as simple as too much of the red of the hot sauce, the spicy sauce from Chipotle, will fuck my stomach up. Are you serious? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And it's not even that it's spicy. I don't know what it is, but like it fucks my stomach up it sucks going out it's cool it's cool eating and i like it but like mm -hmm. every time man like it gives me a little bit of a stomach ache particularly the next day and taking a shit sucks <laughs> and and i i just i simply do not understand it because when i eat like not when i eat like asian food in particular i'll eat soup like not lately but i'll eat super spicy stuff like yeah I don't care. Like Szechuan chicken, for instance, it's kind of, it's one of my favorites. And if you don't know what that is, it's just, you fry a little pieces of chicken bites and then you cook it in oil. That's that has like literally five to 6,000 chilies in it. <laughs> like, like, um, have you ever heard of salt, like salt and pepper, like Sweet. shrimp or anything from, yeah, I love yeah, that, like shit. that, that, prep, that preparation. Mm-hmm. It's it's a similar preparation, but you take out the salt and pepper and you place that with bunches and bunches of chilies. It's just it's just cooked chicken mixed with cooking chilies. But that that heat in there, man, mm -hmm. that gets you. But that that again, that I'll eat I'll eat Szechuan chicken that literally will put my mouth on fire, like that I need to stop, but it won't hurt my stomach. That's crazy because. I've I realized that that Asians do that that you guys do this stuff with the chilies you put it in oil. I have oh, yeah, no, we love the chili in the oil. Uh, that messes me up. That is the oil chili combination is the thing that messes me up. And it's funny because I, I have a jar of this stuff that I got at at, uh, at uh, H Mart. It's it's just a, a a little jar of like little red peppers with oil in it. Something like this. Something like that. It. It. it yeah. It almost Big looks ass like jar. 
of like yeah, it's just, yeah. fucking love spicy it. chili crisps yeah, yeah well, it. It, it's not it's not crisps it, it's actually kind of like I'll, I'll show you in a minute but it it's oh i'll send you a pic I'll, I'll send you the brand maybe i'll post it online too i'll put it on my instagram i fucking love this shit i love it i i will put it on anything i can find that can put on i'll put it on my eggs if my wife makes anything that looks like a dumpling i'll throw it on there i'll, I'll fucking put it in my soup i'll put it in everything but i know that if i eat this shit i'm gonna have to go shit i'm gonna have this shit immediately you know it's maybe, like a it's like a hot diuretic yeah. Yeah, now that we're talking about this, maybe the issue with me and Chipotle or like, yeah, maybe the issue with me and the salsa is because it doesn't have the, maybe it's because the oil, maybe yeah. like it's not the right combination for me and like it just doesn't work out because it's just like chilies and like in a raw form essentially. Mm -hmm. Like granted it's cooked with like tom tomatillos and whatever, but there's no oil in it. Yeah, that's so that's got to be it because I can fucking put a straw in that fucking tank of salsa, quote unquote, that they have at Chipotle and fucking drink it like it was a fucking Slurpee. It's not a problem oh, for me. I can me. drink it too. It just, yeah. I know it'll hurt me on the way out. No, I'll, I'll, I won't. I'll just piss. I'll just piss it out. It won't be a big deal for me. It won't hurt me. See, it's like me with those chilies that you were like, oh, yeah, I know I'm going to shit. It's like, nah, I can eat a whole jar of that and be cool. Like, That's so fucking crazy to me. Not a big deal. Not a big deal at all. I literally, like, I have that, and I literally put it on everything. And, yeah, it's it's cool. It doesn't, I mean, I'm just used to it. Likewise, like, you're used to salsa and, like, yeah. that type of food, I guess, or that preparation. It has to be. It has, it's because it, it, every single time, man, and I love that stuff. When I go to dim sum, I always ask for the fucking the the the, the chili oil stuff. Yeah, and, and yeah. they put you know, it, it, and it's especially tasty at some joints because they'll put a little shrimp in it, you know, a little shrimp or a little garlic in the mm -hmm. in, in the sauce. So it has this extra little salty, yummy taste to it. Fucking love that shit. I love it. Love it. I just gotta be bath. I just gotta be by a a bathroom when I eat it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's 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 really interesting, huh? Yeah, so, it, it it's got to be the oil. It's yeah. Gotta be. So what else you got uh, on your list? Well, I guess one of the weirder things that I've eaten. This is this is next to century eggs. Uh, bird's nest soup. Yeah, that. I don't think you would have. It's really weird. I've heard of it. I don't know if I've eaten it. What's it? What, what is? It's not uh, actually bird nest, right? It just looks like one. No, it is. It's a bird's nest. It is actually, yeah, it actually is. And like, it, when I explain it to you, it's going to be even more gross. Um, so you're literally eating a bird's nest in a soup. Like, there's no nothing around it that's what it is the thing is the bird's nest is not made of what you would think a normal bird's nest would be made of you know sticks twigs wood and stuff the bird makes the nest by itself similarly to how uh i don't know a caterpillar would 
make a cocoon or a worm would make silk. Oh, really? It does it with its spit. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The birds call it a swiftlet. And uh, the, the, the swiftlet, when making its nest, it does it kind of, you know, it's pretty gross. It does it with spit, and it forms a, a, a nest, obviously, a little sphere. Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah, well, we, Asians, will take that nest and then put it in soup. That is so fucking wild, dude. I have never mm-hmm. ever heard of this. Like, I mean, I, I thought I knew what it was. I don't think I know. Uh, like, I don't think I've ever, ever actually heard of this. I mean, I, I've heard of bird nest soup, but I, I obviously do not know what it is. This is fucking crazy. Does it taste good? No. <laughs> why why eat it then why did i eat it why does anyone eat it if it tastes like shit i don't fucking know man it's a delicacy though yeah of course of course yeah it is yeah like i i ate it because i i literally questioned it when i was like I didn't fully know what it was when I ate it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like going back, I was a little upset at my parents once I figured out what it was. And this is years later. I was like, mom, dad, you, you fucking remember when you fed me this shit? They're like, yeah, why? I'm like, you didn't tell me it was made of bird spit. They're like, we said it was made of bird's nest. I'm like, I thought it was made of twigs and hay and shit. That was, now I know why it's so gross. But yeah, I was pretty upset when I found out what it was actually made of. So like, I didn't know what I what it was going in, mm-hmm. but I just ate it because they're like, they didn't even say it was good for you. No, they did say it was good for you, but just as a whole blanket term, like, oh, it's good for you. It's it's really, people really like it. It's really sought after. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, people are really into this and like everyone wants this and it's expensive. Like, yeah, I guess I'll eat this. Yeah. And then I find out what it is. I'm like, you, you, you dicks. Like, it, it's a delicacy, yes, but it's not a delicacy that I want to eat. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you ate it. Now you have this wonderful story for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I've told this uh, people before that I've eaten this. And they're like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, okay. Well, if you're ready, don't judge me. <laughs> no, I think, I think the only thing that's comparable to that would be um, there's this fuck, I forgot the name of the fucking. Um, the, the, it's it's basically it translates it's a it's a mix this is quote unquote a delicacy it's 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 it the name translates to corn smut it's so fucking mexican it's crazy but for some reason um there's a mold that grows on a particular type of of corn and people take the mold or the smut and and put it on food and stuff. And I've had this and it's, it doesn't taste like anything. And I don't know if there's, okay. I don't know why it's a delicacy. I don't know why people care for it, but the high end Mexican restaurants carry this. And I'm talking about high end. I'm not talking about like your, your regular run of the mill, you know, place that serves like the steak, you know, with, with beans and stuff. I'm talking about, yeah. The place, a place that considers, because there's there's a couple places in 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 
in Pilsen, at least I don't know if they're still there, but especially right now, but uh, with COVID and all, but there's, there's a, there's a place on, on, on 18th street and I believe it's called Mundial. And, and this place has serves high end Mexican food, like fancy Mexican food. And, and on that menu, this stuff is on there and I had it cause I, I just wanted to have it. I wanted to know what it tasted like. I wanted to know what all the fucking ruckus was about. And it was mm-hmm. the least, it was the least interesting thing that they had on their menu. Um, I, I guess it's when you're, when you're a high end Mexican restaurant, you got to have fucking corn fungus on the menu, but all the other dishes on the menu were more interesting and more flavorful than that that thing i don't even remember what i had well, it on. You, you, you've got to carry some of the authentic delicacies even as weird as they are like it's the same with asian restaurants too i mean any any uh i'll just blanket it any cultural restaurant that's like five star quality and actually authentic i feel like they have to have some sort of actual authentic shit not just the stuff like white people are gonna eat yeah yeah better or worse yeah and you gotta have like the one thing where like someone from that country if they were to go there and they saw that shit on the menu they'd be like oh fuck okay yeah i gotta this is this is legit this place is legit yeah i think they're trying to please the people from the homeland i i I think so i i think i it's called uh which is you know or you know corn mushroom or corn smut it's a i guess that's um maybe an astic um name for it but it is it is it is weird it's very very weird very very high-end kind of fancy uh only the uh fancy mexicans get those (laughs) and it is (laughs) in terms of taste is very unimpressive so it's it's just kind of like why are we doing this? <laughs> why why the fuck are we doing huh. this? You know. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, know there's there's a decent amount of things like that with every food, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, I mean, outside of that, the rest of my list is pretty much like kind of normal as shit that I feel like people just find weird find it weird eat to eat. Like uh I've had horse, I've had mm. squab mm. or pigeon. Other so people don't know what squab is. Yeah, I've never, I've never had pigeon. Um, well, if you call it squab, it sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's that's pigeon. It's another one of those like authentic things that places will put on their menu. Uh, specifically like Asian places like Ming Hin for instance mm. they have it oh they do the last time that I the last time that I had pigeon was Ming Hin and it was probably like three months ago because I was bored and I wanted to eat it oh wow um, and it also reminded me that I wasn't a big fan of it <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but I ate it regardless because it was there I mean it's not really weird it's, it's, it's like a little bit smaller than a Cornish hen Mm-hmm. which is a little bit frustrating because there's less meat and then just gain. So yeah. like if you've ever had like goo geese or, or uh duck to an extent, like it, it's like that, 
but it doesn't have like that waterfowl gamey taste. It just has like a gamey taste. It's it's really weird. I, I'm I'm not now that I'm talking about it more. The taste is a little strange, mm. especially coming from a uh, bird. Mm-hmm. But it's not so strange as to be like, oh my god, I just tried this. It's just like, oh wow, that's what a different bird tastes like. Okay. It's funny because um, my kids, I feel, are, are growing up with a very kind of unique, uh, like, perspective of what cuisine is. I think all kids are, just in general. But I think I like to think that my kids are, especially because of the two cultures. Well, because they get hit with two cultures. Well, technically three if you count American culture. So, yeah. like, or four even because of the Filipino culture, because it's Chinese, Filipino, oh, yeah. Mexican, and the American culture. I keep forgetting your wife is Chinese. I keep thinking she's only she's like like strictly Filipino. She she I think she had identifies <laughs> as a Filipino, uh, but every now and then she'll she'll flash a little Chinese at you. She'll be like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah." <laughs> but uh, okay. yeah, so I think uh, when it's convenient, <laughs> you know. But um, but yeah, like the other day, my 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 daughter was like, "When you know." Can we have some duck? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean? You want you want duck? It's just like, yeah, you know, we've had this and we have that. And like, I want something a little different. Can we have some duck? You know, we, we haven't had duck in a while. And I'm I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, like, how many fucking kids sit around and ask for fucking duck? You know? <laughs> that, that actually makes me happy that she asked for that because like as a child, I had to hide my love for duck. Mm-hmm. for so long because it was you know, obviously growing up again in indiana where it's not very diverse yeah anything that is different is, is anything that is remotely different is just the weirdest shit in the world right yeah anything so that's like, not a hamburger is, is fucking weird there you go anything that's not a hamburger or steak or like a taco with ground beef on it Ugh. Is, is weird Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Like, I'll go back to my hometown and people go, like, you know, we eat some tacos and they eat like white boy tacos. You know, it's ground beef, lettuce, tomato. And it's like, have you guys never heard of onion and cilantro? Like, what the hell? Um, but yeah, it's it's that that uh, made me hide my love for duck because I used to because that was like one of my favorite foods growing up, particularly mm-hmm. like roast duck from Chinatown mm-hmm. from Barbecue King. That's that's um, that's what she wants. She wants she wants fucking the fancy duck. You know, she wants to well, she doesn't even want it from barbecue king. She wants to go to one of those places where they kind of bring it out on a tray and you eat it like a fucking like I forgot what oh, he, like a little taco or something. Am I do you know yeah, what I'm talking about? Yeah. They, See, they, the funny thing about that, I don't like that. You, oh well I, like I mean the dirtiness of barbecue king. Oh she she I mean she'll probably eat that too, but but you know what I'm saying? Like she oh, yeah. <laughs> the oh, dirtiness. Yeah. <laughs> It's authentic, but, man. It's authentic. It's authentic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, she she will bust out some some stuff where I'm like, okay, I guess we're eating this today, you know? Uh and and the only reason I didn't get her duck is because it would be very cumbersome to go and find a place that serves duck. I think the only mm-hmm. place that might possibly have duck is Ming Hin over in Naperville. Um uh, but that's still a drive for me, you know? May, and honestly, that's a maybe because I have two Ming Hens near me. There is a new one that just got built near my old place. Uh-huh. It's actually a very nice Ming Hen. 
And then the existing Ming Hen that's next to the Mariano's near the Aeon Center. Yeah, yeah. Neither of those two really carry duck. Yeah. I, in fact, order from the one, and I know they probably get mad at me for doing this, but anytime I order Ming Hen, I actually order from the one in Chinatown, despite the fact that there's one five minutes away from me. Well, I mean, you're not going to get what you want. I mean, they, they have, they, Chinatown is going to have all the food because everybody who, who, who is looking for all those unique dishes are going to eat there. Everybody else yeah. outside. You have the secret menu. You, yes. you have the secret menu. That's yeah, what it is. Because the people, the people who are going to eat the secret menu are there, you know? Yeah. No. And I, and I make a point when I order, it's like, I'm going to order off the secret menu. Y'all know, like, so you guys don't get mad at me for ordering like sweet and sour chicken or some shit. Like I'm going <laughs> to order some real shit. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the, the mm-hmm. most common thing I order, I guess will be like, pot stickers but again i order that with a bunch of other authentic shit yeah <laughs> so they don't they don't know <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> it's it's funny too because like when i first started dating my wife um we would go to the you know we would go to you know chinatown or wherever and i would just give her the menu i still do this i, I just give her the menu she and she knows what i like i just let her pick for me you know, if if she feels that there's something unique on the menu and that I might want to try, she'll ask me, "Do you want to try this? This is this, and it does this." I'm like, "Oh, no," or "Yeah," you know, depending on how I feel. But for the most part, she she's the one who orders. Also, when they come to the table, they don't even look at me. They may have never seen me before, or they have they know who I am. Doesn't matter. They come to the table. They don't talk to me. They talk to her. They always talk to her. They completely ignore me. Don't even acknowledge my kids before they acknowledge me. You know, I am like a second class citizen at a fucking Chinese restaurant. It's just, that's too, I'm fine with it. I'm like, just, just know that I'm paying, you know, and, and <laughs> you know, don't, don't, don't treat me like an asshole. Just, just know that I'm going to pay. You know? I'm here. I get it. I get it. I look different than you guys, but come on. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just don't, don't, don't fucking, yeah. Don't disrespect. Just, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, you know, and it, it never fails. Like she, whether I'm trying something new or, or not, you know, it's food's always delicious, you know? See, it, it's funny because now when I go to like, Chinese places with my parents, they'll like try to get me to order shit. I'm like, mom, dad, I don't know. I still don't know a lot of the shit you guys order. Mm-hmm. You should probably order. And then tell me what you ordered, like the exact thing on the menu. That way I can order it next time. Yeah. I'm like, or when I when I eat it, because it's like they still order a lot of things that straight up off the Asian menu. But like you can't even order that online you know, unless you call them and you you ask for that in Mandarin. And like <clears throat> I don't know what it's called entirely. Sometimes my my parents like to use nicknames for things. Uh. So a lot of the things that we order, I'm like, all right, what's that stuff? They're like what stuff? I'm like that's the thing that kind of looked like a pot sticker, but there was like shrimp in it. I don't know. Like it was clear shit. Uh, what are the descriptive terms you want me to use other than the real name? Because you guys never told me the real name. <laughs> yeah, that that's 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 got to be rough too. Because if you don't know what it is, they're not gonna fucking give it to you, right? You know. Oh yeah, no, I never ask when I'm there. I always go by my defaults. But I, I use I now use the times that I go to like Asian places and and uh, Chinatown with my parents to learn the menu. <laughs> you guys, you guys are so fucking secretive with your food, man. Like you don't tell well, us. We don't want what, everyone to know about how good everything is. You don't tell us how to make the stuff. You don't tell no. us. You don't tell us where the menu is. 
You you have a no, secret you menu. Gotta <laughs> you gotta find the menu or ask at least. Yeah, you don't you don't fucking you don't tell us anything. And then and then meanwhile, you guys are having the amazing food and, and we're getting the chop suey and nonsense, you know, like which is worse. Oh, you have to add in the fact that once you find the secret menu, you have to be able to translate the secret menu, and there are no pictures on the secret menu. Oh yeah, there's no. It's all words. It's all, <laughs> it's all words. words. It's all those Four numbers. Yeah, you know, that, that's the other thing too. Like when so when I got married, we had a surprise wedding, right? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we wanted to have a, a small wedding, a selective wedding, but we didn't want to say to anyone, "Don't come," right? We, mm-hmm. we just we wanted the people to show up that 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 truly want to be with us, and these are people who are going to show up just cause, not because it's a party or a wedding or whatever, because we want them there and they want to be there. Yeah. So we had a surprise yeah. wedding. We said, oh, we're going to have a little dinner. Come to the you know come to this place, right? So it was a it was at a tapas restaurant uh, on the north side of Chicago. They came. And we had rented the whole place out and we, for just us, and we served them tapas. And a lot of my family had never had tapas before. So it was an experience for everyone. But there was a lot of people who self-selected. They were like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not going. So we had tapas and um, we thought it was great. It was a surprise wedding. We had, you know, we, we had someone officiating. It was I, th- I thought it was great. It was not good enough for some people, mainly because it was not a church wedding. So, Oh God, I don't, I can't stand people that judge other people's weddings. It's, like, it's, it's not, it, it, it was fine. Um, my mother-in-law felt that we needed to have a church wedding because otherwise it's not a real, what it's not a real marriage. So, and, and this is, Hey, you know, I was fine with it because we told her, look, we had our wedding. My wife told her we had our wedding and she's like, mm-hmm. don't worry. I will take care of everything. And she did. It was amazing. She got us a priest. It was crazy because we, we were trying to get a priest for like a year and a half. We were trying to get a fucking church for like a year and a half. We couldn't get a place that would that would kind of like help us out or do the things we needed them to do. It was such a pain in the ass. That's one of the you just reasons. had to ask mom. Fuck, bro! It took her a month. In a month, we got married by a church, uh, with a priest, and then on top of that, we we all had a place to go to eat afterwards, and it was at this Chinese restaurant in Chinatown, and that was. Like I had been with my wife for a while by that time. I have seen a lot of these dishes before. When we Mm -hmm. ate at this restaurant, I don't know what the fuck they did. I don't know who she talked to or how my wife handled it, but there was all new food. All the food that was there, I never seen before. I've never seen any of these uh, and it was all amazing. And, but I, I I have never seen that food again, you know? Uh, and I don't know how they did. I don't know what they said to the people. But one of those things is that duck that I told you about that they had like little tacos or something. I had to have my wife show me how to eat it, you know, but it was yeah, like so a, they whipped out the banquet menu for you. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, and it was all kinds of crazy. It was not crazy, but like yeah. all kinds of fantastic, crazy, different food that it, see, because. 
they had a they had a lot of fun making that too because I know for a fact that Asians love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> they probably told them. Uh-huh. They probably your wife probably told them, "Hey, we have big event. Uh-huh. We come here. We eat all the meat, all the all our meals. We bring a lot of people. Just cook a bunch of this shit." Yeah. They're I, like, "Okay." Yeah, I bet. I don't I don't know. I don't know how how you know, I should ask my wife. I should ask what happened and how we got that food because I have I have yet to see that all of it was delicious. I, I especially remember the 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 duck with the with the the thing that looked like a taco. It was like a little dumpling kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna tell you that's happened to me a few times. And uh, I finally figured it out. It, it's it's amazing. Um, I I actually fuck. I'm I'm getting more hungry as we were sitting here. I mean, we might have to end this podcast only because I'm starving now. But like. <laughs> But it was all fantastic, all fantastic. And yeah. then the funny thing is, is that people heard about the first wedding, right? Mm-hmm. So all the people who felt bad that they didn't go to the first wedding came to the second wedding. And, mm-hmm. and probably heard that, oh, you know, Edgar had this wedding at this restaurant and it was very different and the food was great and all this stuff. And they probably came to the second wedding and it was like, another experience for another bunch of people completely different experience including myself so like like it would have been nice to kind of like see it from their not from their eyes because a lot of people were like i don't know how to eat this i'm like this is fantastic i don't know how to eat it either (laughs) (laughs) you know i don't know how to eat either but i'm having fun (laughs) yeah i'm having fun this is great it was it was it, it it you know looking back on it especially it was very fucking unique um both instances and, and the second one being even more almost as memorable as the first one because the first one you can't contend it was a fucking surprise wedding right yeah yeah uh, the second one was a surprise to us mostly um me and my wife and it was still fantastic i i i didn't even know where we were going let's just put it that way after the wet after the wedding my mother-in-law has said oh don't worry about it i know where we're going and so we go to this place and it you know, we had a ball. You know what, man? That all clicks with me because uh, my uncles do the same shit. Like every now and then my family, my dad's side of the family, because they 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 live in Valpo and Maryville and then in, in the Chicagoland area. There's some that live in Joliet. They all own, they all own businesses, uh, restaurants, uh, hibachi places, stuff like that. And they often come to Chinatown and they know, my parents know a lot of the owners. My parents and my uncles know a lot of the owners of like the restaurants in, in uh, Chinatown. That is so fucking awesome. Specifically like the older ones. Like the last time they're here, actually they gave me a full on like history lesson of, Oh yeah, this was the oldest restaurant. But then the owner like gave up. Now this is the, this is the oldest restaurant. Mm, Triple crown, blah, blah, blah. So like, they know all these people and that's how I figured out they get all this shit done. So like every now and then every couple of years or so, my, my dad's side of the family, we'll all get together and like get like a big ass meal, call it a family reunion, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just the uncles hanging out and talking shit going out. They don't want to, they don't want to cook food. So we'll go somewhere to eat. And every time we'll go to somewhere like Ming Hen or triple crown, it'll be places that, you know, you've probably been to in Chinatown mm-hmm. and they'll just, We'll go in, we won't even order a thing, and they just start bringing food out. Wow. 
Like, and it, it got to a point where I was like, okay, cool. You guys ordered ahead. That makes sense. And then they started bringing food out that I know for a fact, because I've been to these establishments since I was a kid. I know for a fact, not on their menu. Mm-hmm. And it's stuff that my family makes like specifically, like I know this is like pretty much a family recipe. So I'm like, how, how, how do they make, how are we having this right now? Like uh, we're, we're at triple crown and this isn't on their, like, this isn't something they make. Yeah. My parents were like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's a traditional Asian meal. So, like, they have a kitchen. Everything they have is there. They're going to make it if you just ask them. I'm like, oh. Seriously, you guys just asked them to make that and they did it? They're like, yeah. Yeah. We're ordering. You see how much food's here? Like, they'll make it. <laughs> I was That's, like, okay, okay. <laughs> like, I guess is, nothing's out of reach if you're gonna if you're going to have a big-ass party anyway. That is so fantastic. My wife has stories like that. She'll tell me about like when her dad was alive and stuff that they would have these crazy parties and they would always like, he would go to places and he would just talk to people in Chinese and get, get these crazy wild dishes or foods or whatever. And then, you know, it, it would be of like a fantastic little time that they would have, you know? Yeah. It's, it's always, it was always wild. I didn't really, like, I didn't really appreciate it as much as when I was younger because I didn't know as much as I do now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's just crazy, like, and this, this is with Asian restaurants in particular, like, if you're cool with them, they'll, they'll essentially do whatever you, they'll take care of you. Hmm. Like, uh, I mean, there's like, there's sort of a joke that like, oh yeah, we don't have it. Like if you go to a, if you go to a Chinese place, like they have, they don't have something on the menu, you just ask them, they'll probably make it for you. Like, oh yeah, you, you want chicken nuggets? We got chicken nuggets. Yeah. Like, wait, what? You don't. You know that's not on your menu. No, no, we got we got chicken nuggets. We'll make we'll make it for you. Yeah. Like that's totally true. Like you you just kind of ask and you will receive. I think I think literally at Chinese restaurants. I think that's just kind of like the cultural hookup because get this this just happened just this weekend right we go to mm-hmm. we go to H Mart right mm-hmm. and so you know I I saw this guy. You know, I'm masked up. I'm in H Mart. I saw this Latin guy. He was pulling stuff out of the refrigerator. And I said, hey, I'm looking for, um, what's the name of that dumpling? Argao. I was looking for Argao. It's a dumpling mm-hmm. with shrimp in it. You know, but I'm for the people that are listening. So I said, hey, you have Argao? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. No, I don't think so. And I'm like, all right. So I'm like, all right, here it comes. So I started talking to him in Spanish. Um, yeah, the la- you know, and I told him in Spanish, I said, yeah, the last time I was here, you guys had it in this freezer and you know, it's got shrimp in it. It looks like these, it's like a dumpling. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he starts speaking to me in Spanish. He's like, yeah, yeah, we have that. Let me go get it for you. And so he went, pulled the, pulled the tray out of like, you know, how they come, they come into like these little white trays or black trays, depending. Mm-hmm. And they're all in their own little separate pocket in the tray. He's like, yeah, this, I'm yeah. Like, that's it. That's it. Exactly. You know? And so my wife's like laughing, you know, this is like, yeah, he didn't want to do shit until he spoke until you started speaking Spanish. I'm like, that's just the way it is. You know, that's just the hook. No, like, that, that has happened to me at H Mart yeah. multiple times. Um, and you started speaking Spanish. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, on, on both ends of the spectrum, actually, where yeah. you have to play your audience a little bit, but like, mm-hmm. Where they'll ignore me where I'm where if I ask them a question in English, like, mm. hey, do you have this specific beverage that I'm looking for? Yeah. Um, 
like, oh no, no. They'll be really dismissive, you know. You can tell immediately. Yeah. Because they'll be super dismissive. And then you switch over to like I'll speak Mandarin to them or I make an attempt just to see if they actually know how to speak Mandarin. Mm. And like if they do, then yeah, they, they accept you like that. Like That's you crazy. Just the super helpful. Yeah. If they don't, same thing though. It's a little bit similar but different with span with your situation because mm. obviously there's more languages. Um but yeah, same thing. Like it happened to it happened a few times with people that uh only spoke English and mm. I didn't know and I started speaking like Mandarin to them and they're and they were kind of thrown off by it. So I, I flipped it over to English and they're super helpful. It's 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 really interesting. It's it's almost a little bit, I don't want to call it racist, but uh it's it, it's a club. It's a selective, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a select thing, right? Yeah, it's a it's more of a click thing because I mean, there's it's not it's not like they're 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 hating on someone. It's just like if if that person was white and spoke Spanish, you know, he would the they guy, wouldn't they wouldn't respond the same way. He would he would totally he would oh well depends on the, how good his Spanish was. If his Spanish was was on target, no accent. He would he he would he would probably assume that guy's Latin, and would just but because he he thinks he's Latin, right? So okay. there so there is a little you see there's a little more play, right? Like if I was speaking Chinese to a or Mandarin or something to to an Asian person, I probably wouldn't get the same kind of props, right? Um, uh, de- debatable. So and don't don't make this sound like I'm saying one language is harder than the other. Yeah. It's purely like as a dialect and like um, in a ling- linguistic aspect, mm-hmm. especially for English speaking people. S- saying anything in Chinese is very, very difficult. Yeah. Uh, especially like a lot of the enunciations, just because your your tongue isn't used to speaking that way. It's kind of like how I can't, I, I mess up with a lot of Hispanic like words. I can't roll my R's. Yeah. I, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so if a non-Asian person were to speak Chinese, there is a 95% chance they will have an accent, regardless of how well they speak it. You just can't, you can't get that away. It is yeah. very, very difficult. Shit, I have, I have a number of cousins that speak Chinese with an accent. Granted, they were raised here like me. It's just they didn't learn that tongue at an early enough age. Mm-hmm. And they learned English too quickly and it, and it fucked with the Chinese. Whereas like I learned both at the same time. So like not, not to toot my own horn. This is just purely factual. Uh-huh. I learned both at the same time. And I, and I speak almost explicitly in, in Mandarin to my parents and at mm-hmm. home. Yeah. So I do not have an accent. So I have a friend and I, I, I have, and this is to your point. Cause I think, I, I think you're right about this. I have a friend who learned Spanish on the street when he was like 15, 16 years old, he started learning Spanish from the street kids. This guy in spirit is probably more Latin than I am. He's a white dude, white, 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 glow in the dark white, but he's got himself, he got himself a Latin lady, beautiful lady. He, he speaks Spanish. And if if it wasn't because I knew his history, 
I would just think he was Latin. And maybe he had problems like, oh, he forgot a word, or maybe his Spanish isn't on target. But his accent, there is no accent. Dude sounds Latin. He does not. And we don't even call, like his name, they call him Peter. His name is Peter. Mm -hmm. We don't call him Peter. He goes by Pedro. We call him Pedro. You know, and he is... He, he is more Latin. I don't know if it's because of his love for, for Spanish and Spanish-speaking cultures, but his I think for at least to your point, learning Spanish and getting rid of an accent is more possible than, than possibly an Asian language. It's with any Latin language, in my, in my honest opinion, and that goes for, for French. German is a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. But uh, because it is a little bit more Latin based, you probably can get away with losing an accent. Whereas Chinese, like I have this very similar situation, uh, an example where um, my, my roommate's friend moved to China, lived in China for, I think he still lives there now. Um, so he's been living there for quite some time. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like 30, I'm like 29, 30 now. I've been out of, out of high school, college for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. So he lives in China, um, learned Chinese, I think teaches English to kids in China. And he is very fluent, actually knows more of the Chinese language than I do. Like knows more words, can speak it like professionally. I, I, I mostly know like slang and like casual mm-hmm. talk. I mean, I can get around, don't get me wrong, but everything I say is pretty improper versus yeah. like the proper terminology of it. But despite how, despite his massive knowledge of the language and like he can read and write it, he knows way more. His dictionary is much larger than mine. He can't kill the accent. That's too bad. Even when, even when he speaks it to me, like he knows the proper enunciation, but I, but I can go and he'll even like show, like say different words to me that I don't know. And I'm like, oh, that's how you say it. Mm. And he's like, God fucking damn it, man. Like how... Like I, I, he can't, he can't drop it. It's, it's really weird. He, he does a really good job in speaking of it. Like his flow is good, mm-hmm. but you can hear that it's an accent from a mile away. That's too bad. Other people might not be able to, but if you speak the language, you can tell there's an accent. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with the language, like if you don't know any Chinese and he were to just speak to me in Chinese, we were having a conversation in Chinese. You probably couldn't, couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. But like my parents would know. Yeah. Um, like my family wouldn't know. Someone, people in Chinatown would know. Well, I mean, people would know in, in general because like every now and then I'll run into someone that I, when I speak Spanish and they're like, where are you from? And I'm like, ah, well, you know, I was born in Chicago, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, okay. I understand because your accent's a little weird. My accent, my accent's, because um, my, my parents are not from the same place. Mm-hmm. So the accents are a little different. Yeah, same with my parents. And on top of that, like, you know, I speak English mostly. And so Mm -hmm. I'm beginning to lose a little bit of the Spanish. I'm I'm trying not to, but, you know, it it happens, you know. And that's honestly why I I talk to my parents on the phone. And I've been like trying to do that more so I don't lose it, like my touch, I guess. Yeah. No, it's, Uh, I'm losing the, the, the ability to kind of pull the words faster, you know. So, so like I have to, while I'm talking in Spanish, uh, my, my, my fluency is, is going, 
Like my 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 mm. accent, my accent's all right. It's always been okay, you know. But the the but it's weird to people because they they can't place where I'm from, right? Yeah. And and, and then on top of that, like like I'm struggling with with words. Like I can't remember the words that I need to like form a sentence sometimes. So it's getting yeah, it's getting that, harder. That that makes sense. Um I try to listen see, to more I've like only, I try to listen to like more Spanish music and and every now and then I'll throw on a like a Spanish podcast. There's some good yeah. like MMA Spanish podcasts that I'll listen to. But for the most part, like it, it's diff- you know who's got a Spanish podcast is fucking um one of the comedians is Peruvian or um, Ecuadorian or something. He's part of the like the Rogan crew. Tom Segura has a Spanish podcast. You believe that shit? Oh no, I, that's surprising. It's fucking kind of cool. He's had his mother on see, there. See that kind of stuff. I it, I wish I could do that as a way of like relearning, not relearning, but keeping up to date with like my language, uh-huh. the Chinese. But it's just like. It doesn't because I I literally just need to speak it with other people. You should have because of a Mandarin podcast. No, I can't speak enough Mandarin to actually have a full on conversation. Like not 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 like that sense, but like to have a podcast where I don't slip and say any any English at all. I can't do that. Oh wow! I can barely have like a conversation without dropping at least like one or two English words. That's where I'm at. Uh, granted, they're just like very specific words. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 funnier to other people that don't speak uh, that, that don't speak Chinese listening to me saying it because and everyone says it, they're like yeah it's kind of weird when you speak Chinese because you don't really slow down even when you stop to speak like to say English words I'm like what do you mean like I can tell you you really you just kind of continue on like mm-hmm. you'll you'll keep talking you'll say something and. You'll, you'll be speaking in Chinese, you'll say an English word and keep going. It's not like a pause. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's because I've done that my entire life. Yeah. Spanglish is a popular thing. And yeah. it's, it's, it's funny because um, looking back on it, I think if, the, if my parents would allow me to speak Spanglish, my Spanish would be better. But my parents were like, if you're going to speak Spanish, just speak Spanish. And so I was like, well, fuck it then. I'm going to speak English. And so I would speak English, you know, so that I wouldn't have See, to. My parents were like, you speak Chinese here. You don't speak here. It's like, okay, shit. I yeah. guess I'm speaking Chinese. See, that's not, that's, if my parents would have done that, it would, it would have probably been a different story too. But uh, I wasn't allowed to, to speak Spanglish. So they allowed me to speak English. They and, used to give me shit about, uh, English, Chinese, like mixing in English words, but they, after a while, I kind of started breaking them on it. Mm. I don't know. It was a learning experience for both of us. <laughs> the, the other thing too is, um, and I've, I've read articles on this and, and just that kind of experience with people who have dual languages uh, or bilingual. Um, it, there, there's a point where you, you start, when you start mixing the two languages, there, there is a lot of like complicated shit going on because you have different grammar structures, different, oh, yeah. different sounds that are not in the other languages. And you're, mix, oh, yeah. you're mixing all this together. And on yep. top of that, creating a new sentence structure, a new way to kind of 
put words together and this is a noun and this is now a, a, a subject and whatever, you know? And so, and, and, and there's a way to do it properly, which is funny because there's kind of no rules, but there are, you know, the, you can't, you can't just throw these words together because if you do it wrong, it sounds bad, you know? Yeah. There is a way to do it properly when you mix the two languages together. You can flow these two languages together and it makes sense to the people who know all the words. I think I've, uh, I've successfully done that. <laughs> yeah, I think, and, 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 and at least in my opinion, it, it's super complicated and it shows a level of intelligence. And the people that, I, that growing up, looking back on this, I've, I've met a lot of people who were fluent in both languages and their base language was Spanglish, right? And looking back on it, I always felt that these people were highly intelligent. Like they were super intelligent, but on top of that, the way they spoke was really creative. And I, I always saw that in people and always thought it was kind of cool the way they spoke. Um, honestly, I, I can, that, that, that makes a, that makes a lot of sense. Um, mostly because like, especially at a younger age, like, yeah, you do have to have a certain level of intelligence to be able to like you said, speak two different languages, right? Mm -hmm. Being able to understand the sentence structure of the two different languages, uh, <clears throat> like the, the pronouns, just the basic pronunciations, uh, all the small little subtleties and tendencies. Um, and like, I, I feel like it does help me in general, like, uh, I, I guess like break down things. Mm -hmm. Shit, even, even with like work for coding, like it helps me kind of like look at, at things a little bit differently. Or how I don't know. I don't know. It's it's weird. It, it allows you more room for interpretation, I guess. Mm -hmm. Especially with other other things. Um, everything's not as linear for bilingual people. The more languages you know, it, it gets less straight, right? I, I have to agree with you. I think that's that's exactly kind of how I would describe it. It's not it's not linear. You have two options now. You have three, actually. You can go all, all one language, all the other language, mix them both. And depending on which one is the primary language for the basis of the, of the, of the sentence, those are the rules you kind of follow. It's, it's interesting because now that you say that, like the base language of most people is Spanglish. I, I genuinely do feel like the base language for me is a combination of Mandarin Chinese and English because mm -hmm. like as far as like dreams go like people always ask oh, what language do you dream in it's like dude I've dreamed in both like it doesn't matter like it really depends on the dream or mm -hmm. like who's in it mm -hmm. like the people in the dream and the environment kind of trigger the language for me I guess it, but honestly it's not even like it's not even something I think about yeah uh, it's it's a subconscious thing. Like I, I genuinely have to think about the language that I'm dreaming in to remember like what I actually dreamt in. Um, shit, there'll be even moments where like all, and mind you, this really depends on my current environment at the time. 
but there will be moments where if I get into the swing of speaking in Chinese, like I will speak to other people in Chinese on accident. Like I'll respond to English questions in Chinese. I've done this to multiple roommates and people that I've lived with. Like, mm-hmm. like I'll, I'll be talking to them with my parents or, or someone in Chinese and then all of a sudden go back to doing what I was doing and I'll accidentally say something in Chinese. I'll have, I've had all those experiences as well. Uh, but one thing that, that has that that happens even now that I feel that that my Spanish isn't as strong as it used to be. Um, I will have trouble remembering the the word for something in English, you know, and it and that's when it when it bothers me. Not bothers me, but that's when it sticks out because usually I'm talking to everyone in English, right? But every now and then, there's a thing or something that, for whatever reason, Spanish comes to me first. And I have trouble drawing the the word in English for it. I've had that too, but never with like a forgotten the English word. I mean, I've forgotten the English word in the sense of I didn't really even know the English word in general. Or mm-hmm. like I, I've always referred to it in, in its in its Chinese word. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I didn't I didn't really know, but I haven't had that. A lot of that happens with objects for me. So particularly like, again, food, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it's not like the food that doesn't have a, a word for it in, in, in English, you know, it's not like menudo, for example, it's, it's something like, for example, this happened just the other day, there's a food called uh, in Spanish, membrillo, a membrillo is a, a quince apple. I, I saw the we, a quince apple. You've never seen a quince. It's, it's, it's super, I love these things. And I haven't had one in a long time. We're at, again, H-Mart. And of course, H-Mart just happens to have a quince apple. It's a yellow, almost green looking kind of, it almost looks like an apple. Oh, it's one of those ugly things. Yeah, okay. It's not ugly. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. It's it's like an apple hybrid thing. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Whoa, what happened there? Uh, my headphones died, so now I'm on straight computer audio. So oh. if I don't hear you as well, yeah, no, you you sound uh, kind of wacky. I was like, whoa, what happened? Somebody invaded the podcast. Uh, no, no, I, I normally use headphones, and, and it's weird. It died. All right. Well, you know what? I think I think uh, I think it's probably a good time to kind of end it then, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should. Uh, we should do this another time. This is fun. Yes, we have to. Uh, I would love to uh, do another one. Um, if I'm I'm down to talk about food with you or anything else for that matter, um, whenever you want. Like uh, generally, we we talk about either uh, fights or uh, movies. Um, I, I'm down to talk about movies if you want, or or we could do. Yeah. I talked. You know, Emily. I talked with Emily on. Um, we talked horror movies and we talked about Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I fucking love that show. Have you finished The Boys? Um, we could talk about The Boys, um, but this month I'm doing all Halloween stuff. If you want, we, okay. can, do, we can do another one next week and we can yeah, do no, like your five, your five favorite Halloween uh, movies. If you, okay. have, if you have five favorites, we can just shoot me the list so I can watch them. And then, uh, and then we could talk about them. But uh, oh, man, I really show my 
my age when I sh- when I give you these, but okay. <laughs> yeah, you old man. <laughs> no, it's not even that. You can make fun of me because I'm a kid. You know, you know, <laughs> it's like, dude, no, don't worry about it. It's funny. Right. But, uh, but okay, okay, yeah. Well, let's let's do that. That sounds fun. Yeah, we could do that, and then we could do we could do boys uh, in November. Yeah, that was a. Uh, it's a good season. Oh, dude, the fucking season's fantastic. Um, but yeah, they let, went political with it. Uh, yeah, they did, right? I was like, ooh, but yeah. Oh, okay. We'll we'll save this conversation for next time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, bro. So All right. this is the Flow Row Podcast with Andy, uh, the the master chef, <laughs> <laughs> and Edgar otra vez. We'll catch you next time. The title of this creepy song is Music Box by Ballpoint, and you can find that over at Epidemic Sound. We did another one. Man, I'm sorry. I know this one was rough. Uh, thanks for hanging in there. Andy, thank you so much for coming on. We got we to gotta do it again, man. We'll do it again. If you want to follow the show, we're on Twitter and Instagram as The Flow Row. Head on over to those channels for more Flow Row nonsense. If you want to support the podcast, head on over to shop.theflowrollpodcast.com. Thanks so much. We'll catch you next time. Bye.